Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. you guys feel this way but uh 2018 was a very good year for like indie movies like there's a lot oh. of really good indie stuff oh, oh, but oh. like huge huge big, it. big yeah. budget movies fucking sucked in 2018 yeah. but the meg was in 2018 what a piece of shit and and what's funny is these wait are we recording this because this is good shit yeah, yeah we're, we recording. Save it. we're recording are we recording yeah. shit well damn it we are. Oh, what's yeah, up, guys? Hey, how's hey. it going? A-B-R, always be recording. That's right. <laughs> always be, okay, A-B. Glenn Gary, Glenn, Gary, Glenn Drew. <laughs> Re- recordings for closers. A-B-G-N-O, you know what that is? About to get knocked out? No, because knocked out starts with a K. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, always be giving names out. And what <laughs> we got... Is we got Andy. I sometimes take myself on dates and get handsy on my date in the theater. And then my date tells me you will respect me as a man and an intellectual peer. Now give me the damn nachos, you sexy bearded beast liner. Man, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, God. something impressive. I really yeah. hope that everyone caught every word of that because that was fucking genius. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Also, I also got, hope the rest of them are only like woke. four words. Yeah, I'm hashtag woke. <laughs> that was woke. Um, We've got James. Hey, babe, why don't you get some popcorn? <laughs> no, James, I'm not falling for that again. <laughs> nah, babe, promise it's just popcorn. You know you pop my kernel, girl. <laughs> okay, babe, this movie is going to be really good. Oh, James! Bryington! <laughs> oh, my God. See? I hope everyone caught every word of that because that's true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Every time. <laughs> this one could go Drew bad. Uh, <laughs> Wes, this is an obscure film about neo-surrealism. It's not so, so much new wave as it is nihilistic and postmodern in nature. What the fuck are you even saying, Alan? <laughs> Hello. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Glad, glad to be here. Glad to be superior. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> he's, he's like Damien Sandow when he was carrying around the briefcase. <laughs> that's, that's Wes. That's I'm one the of the MJF of movie podcasting. You're damn right, right you are. That's, that's one of those things where somebody says that nickname and then you say, sorry, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, we've got Drew, pants off, check, Vaseline, check, stiff towel and a Nick Cage cameo. It's movie night, Kistler. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> The question is, is Nick Cage, is his cameo on the movie or in the room? <laughs> you just have a magazine full of Nick Cage pictures? If, if the price is right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if it's the right actions comic, it'll show up. 
I don't know if you guys caught what we're doing, but we got the Oscars coming up, and we thought what better way to kick this week off to, than to give our best movies of 2018. So we had to bring the guru, Wes, back on the show. Wes, how's it going? Great. Glad to be here. Excited to do this one. This will be fun. <laughs> it's good to have you, Wes. <laughs> and I do want to thank you guys for uh, being so supportive with uh, as this launched, and because uh, uh, very soon here, uh, Powerbomb will be available on your streaming devices. So, oh, oh, oh wow. shit, oh, yeah. he's, so we'll, he's dropping bombs from the moment we start. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, All right. hell yeah! All are right, so get, roll them balls. Are we going to get like an exclusive breaking news Ooh. thing? A work? little bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah let's just say it is. Let's just it. say it fully is. Even if it's not. It's it's just exclusive. It is. Even I mean, if it's not. Exclusive. exclusive. We're not fucking. <laughs> we're not fucking journalists, you know. We don't have to show our fact checking. All right. So. No, I mean, no one's... We're as factual as the president is. You can count on the draft party hey, in that for hey, We're good. What are you we're talking good. about? We send out facts once a year. Uh, Come on, true. guys. That is true. <laughs> you have committed to it. So. Well, Andy, uh, based off your nicknames, what what is it that we're drafting today? Movies of 2018. Movies best ones to us. Because guess what? The Oscars are going to portray some shit that's all artsy-fartsy, smartsy-wartsy. Yeah. And some of that are in the best movies. But some of those happen to be incredibly boring and we've got better movies to put on that list. Preach. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then now I'm going to bust out those bingo balls. The Academy Awards, though fun, are a circle jerk. So Yes. Yes. I Sometimes they get it right. But yeah, they do. Often often they they just completely botch some categories. So Last year, Jordan Peele. Yep. Yep. Nailed it. Yep. La La Light the year before. Oh man! Because it was like both movies, you know. Mm-hmm. You guys, mm-hmm. this is uh, this is unprecedented because uh, your boy Drew Kistler just got first pick. Holy what? shit! Wow. Oh no! Yeah, Are you for real? I don't think he's no. had first pick in like twenty episodes. No, I, I don't get, like. I this. got one on some you, stupid one that didn't matter. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've never been first when I've been on ever. Yeah. Ever. And then yeah. uh Fuck. And things. you've never been first when the show's finished ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a true fact. Uh, yep. Fuckface is number two. Damn it! We got uh, A-Train on number three, and uh, James rounding out the fourth. This isn't good. This is not good. Not the good two spot. people I didn't want in front of me are both in front of me. <laughs> Actually, James is in a great position. Yeah, I, I hope that you guys you, take all the obscure shit, and then yeah, I'll just be have... like, Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> hey, hey, dude! <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that's just it. Like, James has got home run derby for himself the whole fucking draft. That's right. I'm that's really right. nervous that Wes, you're going to take my – I'm, I'm actually nervous both of you guys are going to take two of my top three. So, you, Well, you and I, I, there's one I know for sure we are, yeah. are yeah. going to share. So. Yeah. Well, and and there's there's one right now that I, I talked about on the best of 2018. Yeah. Uh, just all around best that probably you guys are mentioning – but uh, guess what? I'm going to let you guys have it this time. So you guys can fight over that. I, this is one I watched today and was just completely fucking amazed. Uh-oh. I it, I dragged Uh-oh. my feet on it for 
almost all year, and I got to go with Jaboy John Krasinski's de- uh, directing Quiet Place. That's a mm. hell of a movie, Dude, man. This suspense in this movie is it's great. I I've never been on the edge of my seat. I mean, like in years, like it was amazing. And uh, there's almost no dialogue. Yes. I was about to say, is there subtitles in this thing? Like crouching? There's almost yes. no dialogue whatsoever. Wow. Yeah. Do subtitles, movie. Does subtitles count as dialogue? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It's exposition to your story, so technically, I mean, yeah. does yeah. writing down words count as dialogue? Do they subtitle the, like, the, the fucking sign language? And shit. Andy, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Andy just made a good point. Oh, what what was that? Like, if you are you right? I was so, busy making my own good point, and I didn't hear. <laughs> you, so you made a good point as well. <laughs> Andy made the point that if you're writing a note so somebody can visibly see it, is that dialogue? Oh I man, I, it progresses. Interesting the story. theory. Yeah. yeah. Interesting wow. theory man. drives the story. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah. It gets yep. you from if it gets a scene from point A to point B. I mean. Yeah. yeah, I, I need to see is. this movie. I've heard oh, it was so like edge of, edge of your seat yeah. because there's almost like because of the limited dialogue that there actually is. Yeah, you yeah. become yeah. more on the edge of your seat because you're so nervous. Is, is kind of what I heard. Yeah. So I'm and honestly, I need the like, night where I'm like to myself, where I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, you know. Yeah, it's it, Drew. Did you watch Bird Box? Yeah. <laughs> so sensory deprivation seems Great to be meme. a big theme this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. A quiet place, obviously, was. Yeah, yeah. I, was I, say, I was just about to leaps say, and bounds better. I, I, I think, I think, just as a movie that works better because yes, you're you're along with them, you're staying silent. Like I found my like I watched it today, and when I would pause it, to, like I was feel like finding myself being quiet going to the bathroom. Like I was the only yeah. one, but, <laughs> like. But like, we're afraid James was gonna get you. Yeah, like you know, so like you know, you're you're sitting there too, like being quiet. You can't sit there and close your eyes while watching Bird Boss because you're gonna miss half the fucking movie. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. like, it yeah. just like as a premise, it works better. Um, yes. And be now, fair, having said that, but yeah, yeah everybody's Bird gonna Box say, it, book. yeah, it was a book. It came out first. So, whatever. Uh, yeah, long and wonder. But. <laughs> but just because just because something like to me this this also beat it to theater or you know and so they were like oh man it worked for that one let's do it that's the way i feel bird box is to be be fair drew's fear is probably uh just because I do leave scratch marks on his walls, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are, and he baby birds him, so that, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, the, uh... yeah, I have to chew all of Drew's food. I don't know if he gets, he has bad teeth, so. I have to... Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, just, just the first, like, two minutes where you're there, you know, with, as they're about to cross that bridge and you just see what fucking happens and you're just like, Okay, I'm completely invested with two yes. minutes into this movie. Hey, wait, everybody shut up. Yeah. Quiet place. All right. <laughs> hey, did you guys ever see a Kanye place on SNL? <laughs> no, oh, I haven't seen it. God, that shit was funny. Uh, Drew, Drew, you made a good point, too, that the way they built the tension in the movie, mm-hmm. it makes you quiet. When we watched it, we yeah. were sitting in our, we were sitting in our living room watching it, Ashley and Cash and I. 
uh, I think Roxy even watched it too. And we were like silent through yeah. those real long, because there's this, there's this crescendo, the slow crescendo of tension through the whole thing. Yeah. And it, like the tension builds uphill the whole fucking movie. And there are points where you don't think it's happening, but it's always lying underneath the surface. Yeah. We were quiet through those long periods. And, you know, normally you want to break that silence. We didn't. And, and no you, you to. also want to hear like, you know, like what they're hearing. So if they yes. hear the creature, like in the uh, back, like yep. you, you want, you don't want to miss it being like, Hey, this popcorn's good. Uh, right, right. <laughs> well, I was going to say, this is a bad movie theater movie because can you imagine someone shaking the candy out of the box or reaching oh, yeah. into the popcorn and you're like, quiet! <laughs> Shut the fuck Open, up. Opening that bag just. <laughs> but there are moments too where the tension is building. Yeah. And you're just sitting there and you're just like, Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, went, I, went, I just had to get it out. <laughs> I went and saw a glass last night and we had a baby in the theater. We had a person who brought their own snacks to the theater. <laughs> and we had a guy on his cell phone in the theater. We had, oh, we had wow. like three of the worst fucking The Holy Trinity, yeah. yeah. God damn it. Uh, which, I'm, I'm pro bring your own snacks, um, as long as they're not loud. Well, this yeah, guy if you're fucking, if you're grilling hot dogs in the house, <laughs> yeah. he must have brought a bag of pop chips, dude. Hey, anybody like, medium rare burger. Medium rare burger. Uh, oh, uh, by the um, way, Gla- so is this Krasinski's Gla- first one? No. First directing gig, as far as I yeah. know, yeah. So this will end up being a theme across our lists, yeah. or, or our teams, is there are several first-time directors that were actors or whatever mainly, that absolutely murdered it. Mainly yeah. known for comedies, kind yeah. of breaking down that little thing there. <laughs> yeah, um, man, you're, you're not wrong. And the, the scene where... Uh, uh, just you know, um, John Krasinski, who plays the dad, he fi- he he tells his daughter he loves her. I'll just say yeah. that, like, man, what a beautiful scene! So heavy scene, man. Yeah. I loved it. Good pick, Drew. Wow. So Good pick. it was a tough first pick because honestly, I was like not wanting this, but just being fresh off of this, I think this was just a. I think I I think as far as watchability too, like it's one that you can watch over and over. Because yeah. it's not very long. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh yeah. God, I watched, I watched a movie last night that I it probably won't get picked, but that is not something you can rewatch at all. And it was way too fucking long. <laughs> 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 this, it, 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 I'll just go ahead. And, I don't know if you guys are going to talk about it, but for, uh, it was called First Reformed, and it was like, yes, it was. Yes. It was yes. cinematically, yeah, it was a cool movie, but I'm like, I'll never watch this fucking thing again. No, it's, <laughs> you can't rewatch it. If you watch, it, it but it, there's that's right there. That's your standard like Academy style movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. You watch it once, and then you can walk away. Like, oh, I experienced the the cinematic side of that. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need yeah, to have her. Well, yeah. Well, Whereas, Wes, like, my turn. Yeah, we're at a quiet okay, spot, so. so. Without, without question, there was no other options for me. And there, here's a case in point why you can't take the Academy Award seriously because Tony Collette did not get oh, a nomination yes. for Best Actress, the best fucking movie of 2018. I will fight your mother to defend this movie, Hereditary. Hereditary. Lights man. out. That, that movie, movie is, is fucking up. Moms, square up. Dude. That movie is bonkers everything i love about horror it it was all there it was weird 
these were aggressive, manic performances. God, yeah. I loved it. It's Andy, so good. Andy, you should not watch this movie because don't, you don't like nope, horror not movies. For you. And this is like, this is pure horror. <laughs> that yeah, this uh, is oh, this is one of those horror movies too, where it's not just it it's it's one of those fuck you horror movies where it's like uh-huh. we are going to make you so upset. Dude, and yeah, you have the flip side where all of the character development is like that. The best way to describe it is that, uh, like, there there are certain directors that make movies where the characters are all confrontational and miserable, like a Todd Salons movie. These people are miserable. Yeah. This there yeah. is just heavy heartbreak and anger and yeah. uh, misery in this family, and it's so explosive and well, just, and, and just to take that twist of like. You know, like you're just like you're in your head, just like oh, she's just fucked up. Like this is just yeah, yeah. This is just PTSD and all this other kind of stuff, and you're just like oh, you know. I felt, and it's like I felt bad nope. <laughs> she's yeah, right. Is this a hug your teddy bear at night type movie. This is a. Uh, uh, more... I should probably seek out uh, a therapist. Yeah, yeah. It's this movie. Oh, it, it sits with you, dude, and it's yeah. just like. Like it's there's a, up. there's a scene in the movie that I think about a lot and I don't want to. It's Coming not that I want to think about it. And the I movie. know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I'm not going to say about, talk about it, but uh, I don't want to I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't want to spoil it. But it is I don't want to spoil it. So, so if I do watch it, it I know what's coming. It is them Are you coming talking home about from the, the party, razor right? wire. Yeah. yeah razor wire? Yeah. 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 there's a there's a there are little nuances too that horror fans would recognize like uh when when uh they ascend up into the treehouse thing yeah that's a very like uh a lot of this is going to sound really strange bear with me um indonesian horror that's a that, uh, <laughs> indonesian, indonesian genre film uh because it's a lot of it is based on folklore and urban legends there yeah they would do a lot of that and there's a lot of this like ascending bodies thing and when they when i saw that i was like that's really fucking specific that director knows their shit yeah. <laughs> dude it, this movie tony, this tony movie, collette yeah tony yeah. collette yeah. man oh, it. god damn it and, and what's his name gabriel uh gabriel Byrne? Byrne. Iglesias. Yeah. yes Woo. i felt bad for him the whole time well, he's so and and he's because he's playing two sides yeah. of this damaged bridge. He's trying to pull the two sides together, yeah. and he's broken and hurt himself. And yeah. oh, fuck, it's so good. Yeah. Can't say enough good things about Hereditary. You know what the thing about this movie is that like you almost in well, this is how my experience. I didn't even like feel the story unfolding until all of a sudden yes. it just hit me, and then I'm yeah. like, oh my god, that's well. Been and I'm like, that's been the whole time. Like, how did I yep. not see that? But yeah. I saw it, it but I it's didn't been realize. Staring it. you in the face. Yeah, it's yep. really they, it's crazy. And, and it's movies like that that that's why movies are great because what? a movie can unvi- it unveils itself to you at the end. Yeah. yeah. And you go, this movie was was hitting me in the face the whole time. Dude. It was telling me the story, giving me warning signs, and I paid attention to none of it yeah. because there was so much other bullshit going on. I'm not going to spoil anything, but. Every person that I ask I mean, doesn't remember seeing the telephone pole the first time. Yeah. Every person that I ask. Yep. And I think that that's just a testament to the movie. So Yeah, and I think yeah. uh Yeah. I think too like like you said all you know all these little breadcrumbs but that scene that you were referring to of them coming home from that party. Mhm. 
I think that just throws you so like it's yeah. in there to throw you yeah. so far off. Like so yeah. you're you're you yeah. might have been picking up on all these things, but you see that and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's so because it's like uh it's it's the same thing that like a movie like Irreversible. Yeah. Um you that that opening scene is so like, oh my god, you just caved that guy's skull in with a fucking fire hydrant. <laughs> yeah. That when you get to that awful scene in the subway hallway, <laughs> yeah. You're like you're still so rattled by it that uh, and and hereditary has these little things where it's like it's setting you up like the razor wire scene where she's cutting her own head off. Yeah. Uh, sorry yeah. to spoil it for anybody. Um oh, man. you don't realize that that's setting up like that was that was an like that's foreshadowing for something that will happen at the end of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Like that that oh god, it's so fucking good, man. So good. Oh man, uh, I'm scared right now. So <laughs> Tony Collette is the shit. She's so good. Yeah. God. Andy, did, so your, did is... your first two? Did two of your three first picks uh, get picked? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, which makes this Worry more difficult because they're doing the same thing that I was kind of doing to them. While I was like nervous, I was also kind of like, all right, well, at least one of the two will go. Um, <laughs> And the funny thing is, the one I'm nervous about each one taken is not my first overall pick. Yeah. Yeah. And I could play strategy and take the other two now, but I'm not going to do that because what I believe is the best movie of 2018, and I saw this shit and I'm still, I'm looking up shit on YouTube. I'm like, all this stuff. Like, this movie was ridiculous. Um, it's from Carlos Estrada. I don't know if anybody has seen this. Probably not. Blind spotting. Oh, oh yeah. No. Really? Have you seen this? Yeah. That's your oh, favorite? My, yes. Yeah. Yes. Nice it got, like it's it's kinda I like a love letter to Oakland. I know, I, I know. I didn't think that's the one you were going with. I know. Nice yeah, so this this movie covers fucking everything. It's yeah. like it's got gentrification, so like Oakland is like this spot where you know, all the hipsters are moving in. And there's these childhood friends. It's, there's so much involved in this. There's these childhood friends that grow up. One of them's a black dude. One of them's a white dude. Um, and, you know, the white dude is like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It covers police brutality, that kind of thing. Um, uh, like we just heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I think Wes, um, Wes's kids are actually having yeah. a wrestling performance. Don't have kids. <laughs> yeah. Is Roxy just floating in the room, cutting her own Ca- head no, off? Cash is playing online with his friends, so like they're full on dickheads. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. Your mom sucks cock. Yeah, like I get it. You know, um, but like, yeah, so this, there's these two friends growing up and one of them, uh, is on, uh, probation or, you know, he, he's, he's out, his probation ends in parole, three days. Parole, parole. Yeah. Whatever it is, yeah. whatever they call it. Um, but <laughs> like, yeah, we don't know, really, like, free, <laughs> you know, yeah. and yeah. they just go through the life of it. And, and basically the white friend is on some dumb shit, you know, Yeah, where he's like, he does things to jeopardize uh, Colin. Um, it's David Diggs who's in uh, Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And then it's this dude, Raphael Casal, who's like a, a poet. And yeah. both of them are like rappers. How they shot this thing and how they did the dialogue, they, they interworked some rappings. And, but like how they talk to each other on a daily basis, 
it was just there's so much here to unpack. It's yeah. very um there's a and it's hilarious. There was a trend of this this year. It's yeah. very as much as it tells modern stories, mm-hmm. it comes from a very and the, we're gonna see this for the next five years, a very nineties sensibility on how to tell yes. the story. Yeah. And yeah. because of where we're at, we we don't think about it. It's two thousand nineteen. We're very mm-hmm. far removed from the nineties. We are and naturally the nineties are now the hip thing. And they these guys grew up in the nineties. Uh, yeah. you know, they came, like, they were coming into their own as far as like understanding art. So they tell the story that way. And I really, uh, yeah. it, there's something like, uh, comfortable about that movie. Like it feels, something feels right about blind spotting. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite scenes is, so this dude is like, it's a white dude who's, who's been trying his whole life to prove he belongs. Cause that's where he grew up in, in Oakland before it became gentrified. Yeah. And all of a sudden there's all these hipsters moving in. He's got a shirt that says, um, uh, kill a hipster, save your city. And he's like at this party and like, there's other hipsters that are like, Oh man, we got the same tattoo. And he's just so pissed off because <laughs> like there's these hipsters coming in and it's like, that's who he is as a person legitimately. Yeah. 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 And some like black dude is that's at the party is clowning on him. It was like, oh, this guy. There's like three black people at the party. This guy in the kitchen just saying like bruh and all this kind of stuff, (laughs) and like they're all kind of making fun of him. But the problem is the black dude. It was talking to his friend. Is talking about the dude that's literally raised in Oakland. So the dude goes nuts on him, beats his ass, (laughs) and it was like, no, that's not a hipster. That's like legit. And then they have this good conversation that, yeah. like, I really felt about, you know, the N-word and, and you know, because uh, the black dude is like, how come you've never called me that and I call you that? And he's like, no, I'm not going to say it. And there's just so much here. Oh, my it's goodness. Very, uh, there's some very tongue-in-cheek stuff because mm-hmm. it's making fun of that that concept where, like, the urban, like, Historically, urban areas are being gentrified. Mm-hmm. It started the heaviest spot. That it st- we all know the starting point was Williamsburg, Brooklyn area, New yeah. York, and the Burbank. Brooklyn. Yep. And then you see Oakland's it happening, happening now. O- Oakland, Detroit. Uh, I'm seeing that firsthand. Detroit is happening too. Uh, yeah. You got. You got. Uh, I think St. Louis is another spot that it's happening yep. in. So That's where my brother lives. And it's it, it, you're seeing they're going into these areas in that Get urban hipster. sprawl. <laughs> and, uh, they're you know they're opening fucking like Starbucks and, and kombucha shops. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. It, and, and whereas like I think people can see value. It it kind of harkens back to when Ju- the the Giuliani era of New York mm-hmm. because you come out of that era where New York is just decimated. New York yeah. went broke in the fucking 80s. It literally went – the city went bankrupt. Yeah. And and then you got a guy like Giuliani that comes in, and while now we vilify him because he's the biggest fucking moron on the planet – Yeah. Uh, well, he works for the biggest moron on the planet. Uh, he went in and was able to clean up Times Square. Well, you know what and they did that was crazy, right? They gave bums a one-way ticket. Yeah. And they cleaned it's, up the city yeah. by doing that. They, well, they were able to draw so in genius. giant companies. They were able yeah. to yeah. draw in the Disney's of the world to, to yeah. come back into Times Square. And now 
what used to be like, I, I mean, the neighborhoods that were full of grindhouse theaters and peep shows and yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all gone. It's all, mm-hmm. it's all, uh, Starbucks and you, and you, you you're shots. not sure what's fake yeah. and real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. because you go in and you're like, this is the vibe of the city. But it could be somebody that was a businessman trying to get the vibe of the city and making it into a successful business, yeah. and it's not actually true to the city. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, yeah. And the funny thing is, like, if I had my wishes, I would probably live in a gentrified place of because – We all would. Because, like, you get culture, right? You get you get the different races living together. I don't want to live in – in you know white picket fence land where it's all white people around like i want to be around culture and the thing is i also like those cool ass coffee shops and vinyl stores it's a good feeling to go there yeah but i also know it's exposing what the culture actually is so it's absolutely yeah this movie kind of plays into all of these things i must be blind because i didn't even spot this movie this year Hey. Yeah. There's a dude that played um if I don't think it's gonna that was a fantastic joke. Um there's good. a dude yeah. that played in uh Game Over Man. Um Yeah But Karsh um I'm um, um, Bookdar. Okay. But Karsh um yeah. Bookdar, the dude that had the Florida State hat on. Yeah, 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 butchered yeah, yeah. that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um No, that was spot on. That's exactly how <laughs> That dude was in this movie and told the funniest story of the entire year in a movie. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That that scene where they talk about the Dragon Bowl is like the yeah. funniest fucking thing. <laughs> um, and Ethan Embry plays the cop who shot the unarmed black man. Oh. The man. facial expressions he Ethan gives Embry is ridiculous. Is, Ethan Embry is wildly overlooked as an actor. Oh my Ethan goodness! Embry, if if you've not seen it, I recommend watching Cheap Thrills. Okay. Oh yeah. He is fucking yeah. lights out good in that movie. But his facial expressions in this movie make you fucking feel. Yeah, man. And there's oh, a yeah, final scene in good. this that's again one of the greatest final scenes in movies all year, um, where David Diggs kinda lets loose, I'll say, and it's powerful. Yes. But yeah, this movie's actually really hilarious at the same time. So Yeah. Good, yeah, good it's my pick, favorite Andy. movie. Alright, guys. Well, you guys got to pick your favorite movies of the year. Yeah. And uh this movie I kind of I yeah, I really felt like I uh attached to it in a way like it, it spoke to me, you know. Um I also share a lot of similarities with the person and I wanted to tell you guys that uh I actually signed a deal with CBS Podcasts for 4 million dollars so uh we're not going to be a family anymore. All right. Uh, so I'm going to be going solo, doing my own draft, solo drafting, and uh, you guys are on your own. All right. Yeah. So my pick is Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, Sack of shit. Because. Oh, 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 oh. Listen, I like I, this. I just watched this movie, mm-hmm. and I haven't even finished it yet. I got up to the point where he coughed blood into the rag in the oh. studio. Oh, just so, wait. I may not even I, watch in like movie. in like twenty minutes. You'll be crying. <laughs> well, well the funny is, we were uh, spoiler alert. He dies. Drew and I were. What? Uh, <laughs> Drew and I are our our old friend. Our uh, all our old buddies were in a text thread together. We were talking about that today. I have no desire to see that movie. Really? 
I think there's part of it is the Brian Singer thing. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I just don't, I don't watch his movies. He's well, fucking yeah. gross. He's a piece of shit. He's got, he's gotten away with horrendous things. I didn't realize. And I know. Yeah. He I, directed, he was, he was the first guy on the job. I don't. Yeah. So, I think he got fired though, right? Remy Malik. He did. Got, had a problem with him and. Yep. He must have tried fired. to, he must have tried to get handsy with Remy. Was Remy was the shit I heard. Oh, dude. Um, and that's, I like that guy. That's yeah. what I'm like saying. You know, don't, I, I don't like the idea of boycotting movies because of one guy because movies are a community effort. Everyone, oh, trust there's me. a million. I know. I know. Just because Brian Singer's a piece of shit doesn't mean that the other hundred and hundred thousand or thousand other people in the fucking yeah. production didn't. Just because Cash them. Allen is a piece of shit, I'm still going to see Powerball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just because I, R. Kelly did what he did does not mean that remix to ignition is not a hot. <laughs> <episode>. <laughs> Um, I know, I know the lyrics. Uh, I have to listen to it. <laughs> the uh, I, and the, you know the other side too is I don't have much desire to see the movie. Like, yeah. well, the pre, movie, yeah. like I, I, it was. I love Queen. Uh-huh. I mean, you can't even like you can't even say Freddie Mercury is like the greatest rock singer of all time. He just like he's in the top five greatest voices probably ever recorded. Yeah, yeah. honestly, yeah. like that's yeah. not an exaggeration. Pick. Four other people that are better than him ever that have been recorded. <laughs> he was, tape. You he probably was born can't. with four extra incisors, and that's why he has such high range. <laughs> yes. Fucking, you know? it, it, he has a bonkers voice, but <laughs> there's something about the, like, there's something about rock docs. Yeah. Like yeah. the bio, like the biopic thing that always seemed corny to me. All right. Well, <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I get that. And, uh, it feels fraudulent right, every well, time nobody else say another word about this movie unless it's positive okay go <laughs> i just haven't kidding. seen it <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, i'm no. just i'm just kidding no I, but i uh i i just really enjoyed the movie and i sh- i uh uh-oh. uh-oh uh-oh we got a fight we got a fight no you're good, no, you're good. keep going i got pee. <laughs> no, no, I kind of want to hear this. <laughs> no, we, we need to hear it. But yeah, Bohemian hey, fucker! Ra- I'm trying to record with my draft pod buddies, and you're in here making all this damn noise. <laughs> no. I was in power bomb, guys. <laughs> I simply kick your face off, Dad. Uh, shit. Uh, but to to the point of Bohemian Rhapsody is yeah, I th- I th- you know I've. Everybody who watched it said like have, has loved it, and I think I think to Wes's point, uh, I think that like it's it's kind of fair as far as just biopics in general. Just they kind of yeah, have yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even just say rock, but like you know, like I think it, just in general, they always have that need to just show you the good things, and you can definitely right. tell there were things in this movie a lot like like straight out of Compton. That you were like, Ooh. like, okay, yeah, that was sick. Ice, that Cube, one was Ice Cube and Dre definitely did this because they're like, yeah. like, like the end scene where he's like showed up at the hospital to see him, but yeah. oh, he got turned away or whatever. It was yeah. too. It's like, all right, buddy, but like, I could, I could kind of see this, those, those little bit of same points with like Brian May and stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, there's, there's, uh, there's too many like, oh man, what. How, what? How serendipitous did that happen? What, yeah, doesn't fucking yeah. happen that but way. I, that's yeah, why. but I, I just think that's <laughs> you know that's the case when all and basically all you know biograph biographic yes. movies yes. that you know you're not gonna like like this like 
<laughs> there's no way any of his parties were that tame, first of all. Um, not even like, close. <laughs> yeah, and like the uh just if you're in, not going to show the gay sex, then what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> so That's what I'm saying. Like no, I it just happens a lot. But, I, separation. but as far Will as Smith like, was going ham on a butt, yeah, I, 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 I can't. I see that here. I do think I it's know, I fair. I do think it's fair to say that that guy, like just his body language and the like, seeing yes. the footage I have seen, he he was zeroed in. He, yeah, it yeah. Meant everything Remy, to him Remy to play really Freddy. Fucking, he really killed it. There's and a, that that is commendable to any performer. If just you a, care that much to go that far, yeah. there's like a three second scene where he just. I think it's the Live Aid one, where he like when he like runs out on stage and he just had that little like. Freddie jaunt that I was just like, wow, this guy definitely studied and like, he yeah, cared. He, yeah, yeah, he, he crushed it. And I think like, cool. like it is like, it's, it's a, I, 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 you know, obviously I'm biased, but I thought it was a beautiful fucking movie. So dude, I, yeah. thought, I think, it's yeah, I really want to see it and yeah. I, I'll watch it. I know I will. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize how much, uh, in common that I would have with Freddie Mercury, just, just <laughs> in the sense that like, that you got yeah, no. CBS? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I could just see the way the way that they portrayed him was, was was this guy that's just constantly thinking about the one thing that he wants in life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just yeah. constant thought about that, and that's yeah. kinda, that's kind of how yeah. I feel sometimes. Where I like when I think about this, this podcast. That sounds fucking stupid to say, but this no, podcast, this no, podcast, you're really focused. Yeah. That's not stupid at all. So that's, like that's so, how I feel. People will come up to me and say, like, so what are you doing with stand up comedy? You you still hitting clubs and stuff? And I'll be like, uh, no, not really, but I am still doing comedy. Listen to the draft podcast. Because that's yeah. That's what I think about all the time is like, what can I say next? What can I do next? What can we draft yeah. next? What what graphic to use, what music to use, what you know what I mean? Just like yeah. constantly thinking about how to make it better. So I like sure, that, 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 yeah encapsulates my mind so yeah. much yeah. of the week and i literally have thought about this podcast that we're recording right now <laughs> an unbelievable amount yeah. like this week like yeah. i'm like yeah, man. oh like it's just you, you get you get into yeah. something you're passionate about and like you're trying to figure out how to make it better every time yeah. Yeah. yep i get it and we just need our bohemian rhapsody you know and then we'll exactly. be exactly then, then we'll yeah. all be the queens you know, <laughs> I'm down because we're having a good time. Having a good time. Hey, all right. Speaking they of that movie, they are exposing though. the shit out of that song. It is in every damn commercial it I turn everywhere. on. Everywhere, everywhere. Go to the Draft Pod YouTube page and uh, check out my draft of Queen yeah. song. Yeah, Drew did a inspired a video. after I watched. Yeah. This movie, we're doing so. right now. We're doing quick drafts on YouTube once every Friday. So yeah. uh, one of us is going to pop pop one up every Friday. I you think know. I'll send one your way too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Hell yeah! We're gonna have a, a special guest quick draft. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. Well, I, I mean, it. he's like the unofficial fourth member. I've been right. thinking about it since I saw yours. I liked yours, by the way, James. Oh. It was day. amazing. I like that. That's <laughs> oh. fun. Oh, oh you know, you know, going off that sick day. One one movie I thought of was Princess Bride. Like I feel Princess like, Bride is a very good. Like one. like That's you a, like with Ferris Bueller. Uh, like he yes. like it yeah. starts with him yes. being sick and everything. And you're just like like it's such just just a nice like. It's it's one of those movies, if you could encapsulate like home in a movie, like yeah, that's yeah. just like yep. that's yeah. that's comfortable, I guess is the word. The like, funny thing is, as movie. soon as James said it, I was like, Oh, it's Ferris Bueller. 
Yeah. <laughs> like before you even drafted, I was like, oh, that's the first pick. Yeah. Criterion Collection did the Princess Bride. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Really? And they did a really nice job with it. So uh, if you're looking to upgrade your your uh, <laughs> physical copy of it. I would recommend that. Just nice. To, just so the audience knows, uh, I did record that yesterday, so I am still sick. So please, uh, sorry about the coughs and the scratchy voice. Give them all when I the laugh, shit. When I laugh and I sound like a six-year-old woman who smoked her whole life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? That's why I have a heart on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Get the Shut the hell up. That explains my boner. Uh, well, which well, I can see it. Well, so for my number two. The funny thing is West. Can now too. I mean, none of us can. But. Jesus Christ! I, I long for the day that I can see my penis when I look down in the shower. After right down yeah. the times that I cough and try to cut that shit out. <laughs> so. Cut it out. Um. So is this take it back to Andy? No. This no. Is, uh, this is back number to two me. for James. Yeah, oh. Two. And. Uh, you know, guys, uh, I'd hate to say it, but this movie <laughs> affected me, and I fucking love it, and uh, I just watched... Credible Stew? No. Oh. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Easy! <laughs> I just... Stop dropping these names! <laughs> I just... Listen, I don't know if you guys are going to pick this movie up. This isn't my choice, but I just watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. And, son of a bitch! And, what are we doing here? Listen to me. Listen to me. The end scene, the after credits scene in Ant-Man reminded me how much I love this movie, Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Because I don't know if you guys... Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's a there's a scene where Paul Rudd is, is in the, uh, whatever they call it. Quantum the, zone? Quantum zone, yeah. And, mm-hmm. hang on. Wait, are we doing... James is now Are you talking? taking two movies in one somehow? Yeah, no. I am. I don't yeah, like he this. Took a, he took a vengeance. Oh, he's doing the fucking Daniel thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's in the quantum zone, and he's waiting to get pulled back out, and it cuts to the to the sur- Earth's surface, yeah. and they're just in fucking dust. Yeah. In the exact moment that he went in, that's when Thanos snapped his goddamn fingers. Yep. Avengers Infinity War. God damn it. I don't feel so good. It's heavy, dude. That's a yeah. heavy fucking Dude, and, movie. And yeah. it was so it was so well paced as far as and also taking you through every fucking emotion. Considering like, the runtime, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really well paced. Like yeah. you're fucking like the scene with Thor when he meets up with Star Lord and the rest of the Guardians, like that whole scene is so it's so fucking funny and by the end you're cr- like crying. Like, yes. like yeah. what I don't know. It was I, it was so so well written. So I don't feel bad saying this yeah. because like I like all of it and it's not, I don't have any sacred cows anymore. Everything you love has been remade by Hollywood. Yeah. So yeah. I will say this. I think Avenger I think Infinity War will go down in history as being more beloved than uh than uh Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could huh. see that. Yeah, I can. I can see that too because already it's higher for me. It's Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> is, is, that's that, that's everybody's favorite. And it's like Wars haven't even movie. seen Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, here's here's my thing. I think that there's enough characters and enough people that are into 
enough of these one-off movies like uh like Thor, like Hulk, like Iron Man yeah. that yeah. like it makes sense whereas like the Star Wars fan is incredibly uppity a lot of times, yeah. right? Well, they're just they're miserable. Well, they're fucking yeah. miserable people. Right. The comic book fans are no better. I'm not going to give them an except for there. it. But this is where I'm going to say I think that this makes sense that you said that because you have so many different characters that you have people from all over the place that are going to love this movie versus yes. Star Wars. Like for the most part, you're a Star Wars guy or you're not. Yeah. Yeah, well, but even so, man, I mean, you don't make that kind of money for that long if no, you don't. If you don't have that sort of broad appeal. I'm defending you here. No, <laughs> but no, but what I'm saying is like Star Wars yeah. is a is a, a fucking monolith. Yeah, it's like a beast. It's, not, it, but it's a beast. I really think Infinity War, as storytelling goes, yeah, over time, will people will look back and go when it comes to those sort of like. Dude. Big action, yeah. si- like those big fantasy type things. Uh, Infinity War told a better, tells a better, more heart wrenching story. When Peter Thanos Parker- put his name up there with Dark, yeah. I almost said Dark yeah. Helmet, yeah. Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> when Peter it- Parker is like pleading that he doesn't want to die, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I was like fucking dying oh, myself. Yeah, man. Like, we were all crying. I we was turned crying. into fucking dust in that moment. <laughs> But, My wife is a, a a a like loyalist hardcore Spider-Man fan. Oh, me too. She was just it's like, my favorite character. <sighs> yes, hers yeah. too. She was yeah. she lost it. It's, yeah, man. Uh, it's fucking might might be. I mean, we don't know what the next one's like, but this might be the the best like yeah fantasy type movie of all yeah. time. Well, you know, and I kind of shit on the fact that you know I'm picking blockbuster movies or whatever, but uh, really. In a world where we do have, like Wes said, so many remakes of things, comic book movies are almost kind of like some of the most original shit coming out. Because right now, yeah. Because yeah. it's shit that we've never seen on screen. It's brand new yeah. to us. It's The stories are, you know, somewhat told from the comics, but... Yeah. You know... Yeah, no, but no, nobody knows every fucking storyline from every Avengers no, or whatever. No, you know and what the mean? thing yeah. is, they're all... They're all... Yeah. They all have their own... They're all telling their own stories, yeah, too. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. They're not like they are taking from the comics. They are taking from these collected series, but they also tell their own story. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, in that regard, they are they're taking existing IP mm-hmm. and making something unique out of it. Exactly. They did a fairly good job, actually, with this many characters in the movie. It's a lot of characters. Uh, yeah, yeah lot. that is a lot of characters to follow. And that's actually why I had probably. A couple other movies a little higher, just because it's easier to tell the story versus digest. Yeah. limited yeah. Yep. limited characters. Yep. But they did a really good job to have that many characters and tell the stories, you know, within that. Yeah, I right. thought they did a good job there. Yeah, yeah, dude, I love this movie. Good pick. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. Nice, Andy. Um, God, I'm really torn here. Um, I have the pick that. Wes could take, and I have the pick that Drew could take. And I feel like since, um, since I took this, this pick in, um, in our, our end of the year draft, and, yeah. and Drew, you took the pick from me. Yeah. <laughs> this is really tough. Um, 
I'm going to do it. I'm going to take mid nineties with Jonah Hill. Um, yeah, this, this one. Speaking of nine, the nineties. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that'll be a theme for me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but another first time director that's, that's a hilarious actor and it goes to show that, and I think this is a theme. I'm going to wait till James, uh, whoops. I'll let you guys in. Um, no, I'll just say, okay, mid-90s was very personal to me. Yeah. I think it was very personal to you, Drew. Um, and J- James, is it, this is kind of what I'm, Wes, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting at. We have all these first time directors or second time, whatever, yeah. that are people that are comedians. And this is what I've been trying to project to people for years is that comedy writers and comedy actors are some of the best actors and writers out there, especially when you're talking about stand-up comedians who have to give new material or you're talking about uh, comedic performances. It's much harder to write a comedy than a lot of other movies that can be award-winning. Yeah. And I think we're starting to see the brilliance of some of these guys that think like that. Yeah. Um, putting it into movie. And Jonah Hill – Absolutely what? crushed this. Well, what I, is that? What is that phrase? Is it is it time plus tragedy equals comedy? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, and and I think that's I think that's what, kind of the point you're making is that yeah. these guys that are these guys that are typically known for comedic roles. Although I'd, I'd argue Jonah Hill's done enough dramatic stuff now where we can, he has. Yeah, uh, but like it's John Krasinski. I mean, he's done action movies, but mm-hmm. um, we primarily know him in a comedic sense. These guys understand like. That comedy comes from pain. It always comes from yeah. a, a source of pain. So, like, if you can, if you can source that pain and make something engaging and funny out of it, then that also means that at some point you can just take that pain and actually convey it. Yeah. Like you're going to be better at conveying the pain because you've gotten really good at taking pain and making it something that people can laugh at. Yeah, and the storytelling aspect. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The storytelling aspect is big. I mean, we're talking about dudes like Jordan Peele, Jonah Hill, somebody else that's going to get drafted, John Krasinski. I saw a trailer for Jordan Peele's new movie, Us. Oh my god! Oh my god! That movie looks insane. He is the future of horror. Yeah, and and what blows me away is I go. The fucking key and peel guy. Yeah. Yes. I know. Is the future of the genre that I hold so dear to my heart. Dude, it's a guy that could do Obama really well. It blows my fucking mind. Us looks so fucking scary to me. I said, Andy, Andy, are you going to watch that? Are you going to watch it? I am because, um, because it's I'm going to force myself to watch it because it's Jordan Peele. This one I mean, is get actually. Out, get Out's the perfect movie. Yeah. So. It is. Well, it and, is. And, and Get Out one, is one that could get. Get Out got me back in. Yeah. Get oh, Out yeah. wasn't really uh, huh? as huh? scary. Wordplay, motherfuckers. <laughs> get Out got you in. I got you. I, <laughs> I'll get you. But. <laughs> Us, us seems to me like it's going to be a legit horror, like, yeah. like fucking yeah. scare the goddamn pants off your horror movie. Yep. It, it's, uh, I'm nervous. It's, got, it's yeah. got all, it's got all the making just based yeah. on the trailer footage. Yeah. It yeah. has that like quality, consistent, yeah. classic, timeless mm-hmm. horror story yeah. storytelling. I'm very, that, that's, yeah, that's kind of my point is these dudes, just understand things a little bit better in terms of writing and storytelling yeah. because they're so meticulous in how they're doing things. Yeah. The, the thing that stuck out to me about mid-90s is I walked into the theater 
and I legit transformed back to like 1995. (laughs) Like I felt like I was in that time period. And I feel like that's incredibly hard to pull off. But he had like what people were wearing, the music that was playing, the mannerisms, how people were talking. Like they shot the movie with the same look that all of those 90s. That's why I think the marketing was incredibly misleading because it makes it look like a Larry Clark movie. Right. You look at the the trailers, you're like, is this like kids? Yeah. This is what that's what it that's the vibe I got. But then when you watch the movie, it's it doesn't have that like fucking kids. Larry Clark's movies are miserable. But like, and like this movie doesn't have that. It 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 leans into nostalgia, but not too much. Yeah. Uh, And it also like it gets all of the. it gets all the the nuances yeah. that yeah. we remember because our generation remembers the nineties. Correct. Yeah. The ambulance, ambulance is on yeah. its way to Larry Clark's movies because it just got burned. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I did well, and like like you just said with the nostalgia, like there's so many times you watch a movie and it's like takes place in the eighties or nineties, and it's always like, get it? It's the nineties. Yeah. Like right, we're right, doing right. this. Is it that wacky? Yeah. Like yeah. Like yeah. Sitcom nineties. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you're. It's just yeah. a little too like you know like. It's, like it's a all, big wink into the camera. It's yeah. All ironic. Right. Yeah. yeah. Whereas and, this was very authentic. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And yeah. Mid 90s is probably is to the 90s as probably what wedding singer is to the 80s. Yeah. You know, just like legit, <laughs> legit, you know, not cheesy uh, at all. Yes. Daisy exactly. Daisy confused. Like, yeah. Daisy confused was, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think pretty he good. hit some accuracies there. Yeah. With, like, how those kids lived in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what I loved is like, for instance, the the scenes where they were like hanging out with the bums that were sitting there, and they were yeah. just talking like normal people. I was like, holy shit, these kids get it more than like everyday people. They're just talking to them like it's a person, yeah. and not like it's like some scary like. Well, they're not treating them like they're fucking oh. monsters. Yeah. Right, yeah. I, I thought that was so cool, man. Yeah. I, I went to uh, Key West, Florida with my friend Jack and his family one time. Oh, man. I, yeah, and, this is an awesome story. And we, uh, I was walking around. This was at the time when I was really like wanting to be a director or whatever, and I was just filming everything. I would take my camera with me everywhere. And we get to Key West, and the first thing we do is hook up with this group of bums. And we are following them and hanging out with them the entire week that we're in Key West. And I, I have like tapes and tapes of video of just like crazy shit that these fucking bums were doing. <laughs> one of them's name That's was really Shy. Fun. One of them's name was Shy Town, and uh, I can't remember the name of the main. See, yeah, yeah, you're I, nailing it right here. I'll I, get yeah. to it. What I'm saying, I yeah. can't remember the name of the the main guy that we were following around. He was a black dude, and he was a rapper. He was fucking good, but I can't remember his fucking name. But Shy Town was like this older white E-D-E. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shy Town was like this older guy, and I kind of feel bad because I told I told that black dude I was like, dude, I'm gonna film this. I'll edit it up. I'll send it to MTV and shit, you know. And <laughs> like he's all eating it up, just like. And I never, dude. That video is still sitting raw on tapes right now, like 20 years later. But. You you were Harmony Kareem before <laughs> Harmony Kareem was. Born. I know, I know. <laughs> so like, this Shy Town guy was this uh, older white dude that the black dude just bossed around. Anything that he told him to do, the guy would go and do it. And like, these people came up and asked if they could buy weed off the guy that we were hanging out with, and 
he sent Chi-Town to go whoop their asses. And we sat there and watched this happen. And I actually ran away. I didn't want to stay and film it, but I, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, when felonies come into play, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to go get some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the one scene that really hit for me in this movie was the, uh, just when, uh, God, now I can't remember. What's the, the, the dude who's going to go pro? What's his name? Uh, Ray. Ray. When he sits yeah. him down and tells him like, yeah, just that whole thing of, man, we all got shit. Like, yeah, like, you know, like we're all dealing with stuff. Like you're not, you know, almost the, that, that whole you're not special thing, I think needs to be taught more. Um, yeah. we gotta, uh, to not, to not sound like too much of a, a right winger, but I think just in general, like, that the the this this like people don't realize that enough that like hey everybody's going through shit man yeah, yeah. like we're yeah. we're yeah. all going through it and we're all just yep. doing the best we can like some people Even make the guy that doesn't believe the same things that you do yeah. and you hate him for his beliefs yeah mm-hmm. he still has things that break his heart yeah. every day yeah right? we're we're yeah. all just trying to like figure this out one day at through. a time yeah yeah, yeah. We're trying yeah to Nikhil yeah, Nikel Smith played Ray. Absolutely killed it. Sonny Soljak played Stevie, the main character. Um, but James, you mentioned Chi Town. And the funny thing is, it actually relates to this because, uh, Jonah Hill, like, mentioned that he wanted not necessarily all of the kids just to have names that would have been normal, but one of them's name was Fuck Shit. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And that, and that was like, that was his name because, like, Every time he did something, it was like, oh, fuck, shit, you know, or whatever. So that he got his, so that's how he got his name. And people were giving him that. And like, I can relate because I know I, I was like that when I was a kid. Like, I would just, something would happen and I would give somebody a nickname and you're don't like even that remember now. Why. You just did that at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, would but, always, um, we were always handing out nicknames too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there dude. was a dude named Fourth Grade because he's got the education level of a fourth grader. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Drew, wait, Drew, half, half brain. Yeah, half brain yeah. is that a person? Yeah, I was just yeah. about to say my yeah, pa- barely. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's missing Chippy. a little bit, but What's the best that? the best nickname that I have ever heard in my whole entire life was this girl at work, and. Her na- her nickname that is unbeknownst to her is Weird Little Dude. <laughs> I just think that that's so. Her nickname is a description of a guy. Yeah. yeah, my 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 grandpa when he would tell uh, when he would tell stories about like when he was younger, he, uh, him and all his buddies the same way. They always had nicknames, and one the best was. Like his his buddy's name was Scratch Ass. Like he'd be like, "Yeah, it was it was me, yeah. Lip, Scratch Ass." We we're all going down to the road. Why like... is it called Scratch Ass? <laughs> yeah, one of my some of my friends used to call this one girl I dated Scratch and Sniff because of her love for cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about her love for cocaine until like we were like pretty much done. You never um, you never questioned uh, Drew, why they were calling her scratch and sniff <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Drew and I Drew and I when uh when Drew and I were uh camp counselors. Oh, we yeah. would, we tended to nickname kids That's not based, safe. Uh, based on, no, it was a bad it was a bad movie <laughs> the adults part. Uh Drew and I would tend to give nicknames based on a physical characteristic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. so like and I still do that to to this day, you know, at nearly forty years old I'll be like Hey, uh, 
You, hey, eyebrow. Like, yeah. 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 yeah and and that's, that was the best part. Is hey, it, broken tooth. Come here. It yeah, wasn't even. Blue a, pocket. Come here, blue pocket. It wasn't even anything specific. I remember there was like one kid that we called like pink shirt or something like that. Yeah. And it was like, like. Pink shirt on once. Yeah, yeah once. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Again. yeah. Yep. My, my wife. Like is, blue pants. My yeah. wife. Come is, on, pink shirt. <laughs> My wife is the best of that. Like the other day, we were at J.C. Penney, and this white dude with dreads walked by, and she goes, "Look, Mario Andretti." <laughs> and it was like not even a thought. Just, it just <laughs> I can relate. Yeah, but yeah, this this movie was definitely a kind of a, a love movie to the '90s, and and yeah, some man. of the stuff that the, the soundtrack was ridiculous. Um, like I said, the details. Yeah. Jonah Hill just killed it. Did it Very have all Queen movie. songs in the soundtrack? All Queen songs. <laughs> the soundtrack was good too, though. Yeah. yeah. It was a good, yeah. All right, Wes, good it's pick. back Wes? to you, buddy. Oh, boy. Well, uh, this one I was afraid might be too on the nose for me. But, uh, and it's much like in my world, I, there are plenty of things where I could look at it and go, uh, uh, okay. But overall, the the presentation of this movie, uh, what was what at one point perceived as the stunt casting of Nick Cage, uh, the first act in you realize oh it's not stunt casting Nicholas Cage is back in the fucking zone. Uh, this movie's a fucking oh. trip. Uh, it there's a ton of weird shit happening. It has all of the great like nods to all the weird psychedelic. Uh, Yodorowsky type movies, but it still like has that 2000s fucked up sensibility. It's a bad acid trip shot on two hours of film. Uh, my, my number two pick is Mandy. Mandy. See, yeah. I haven't even seen this yet. Mandy like... is, uh, if you've not seen it, uh, the director made a movie called Be- uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow came out eight or nine years ago. Uh, guy's got a real stylized look, but he also like clearly has a, he's clearly done hallucinogenics and, uh, he was, he's gotten really good at conveying the, a hallucinogenic trip into film. Uh, Nicolas Cage is the Nick Cage that we all love in this movie. Um, he is, uh, he's, he's acting with a different fervor in this movie than he normally does. And even the shit that went viral, like the whole cheddar goblin scene, it's a really small snippet of an overall fucked up movie. Uh, I love it. I love it. I loved all the weird shit going on. I like that my wife and I kept looking at each other laughing going, fuck is happening right now. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's uh, it's not, it's not a horror movie. But it's also not like a psychedelic movie, but it's also not like an like an art house. It's everything. It's a it's a myth, it's a mishmash of like David Lynch and Yodorowsky and John Waters and Evil Dead and just all these fucked up things happening at the same time. Wow, sounds definitely awesome. good have to movie. Watch this. Yeah, beautiful bright color palette. Uh, you know, there were a couple of Nick Cage in this movie. This was one of them that I wanted to see this year, and then there was another one where he was like a parent, and the parents go crazy. Or oh. Mom and Dad? Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. I want to see that too, yeah. And also... Yeah, good movie. And, and also uh, his remake of Left Behind. I wanted to see... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I didn't want to see that. 
<laughs> I I recommend you guys if you want to watch, especially like uh, Kuchib, watch the, watch this movie. Yeah, I I want to see it for sure. All right, man, it's a trip, yeah. man. I like that. Nick Cage in his back, back to eight millimeter Nick Cage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. I, no, I would even say he's back to like, uh, uh, what's the David Lynch movie he did with Laura Dern? Oh, Blue. I, I, um, no, not Blue Velvet. Uh, uh, the one after Blue Velvet. He's back. He's back in the zone, man. He's, we're talking yeah. like bringing, bringing out the dead, like real focused actor. Nick Yo, kick ass Nick Cage though. Super underrated. Good movie. Yeah. Um, all right. So it's me. Yours, buddy. Mm-hmm. Take I'm, it, Drew. You won it. Take I, it. Yes. He's your fucking favorite. Take it. Yeah, I'm going to take it cuz um next 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 pick I got to go with a little defense, but for now I'm going to take Halloween. Of course. Oh, fuck. It's uh, why okay. I didn't take it. I wanted Drew to have it. It's only yeah. fair. Yeah. That's not how this works. <laughs> Dude, We've known each other our entire lives. Yeah. Right? This movie was, again, it was just, it was, I, my next pick isn't going to be for like, isn't going to be as accessible as my first two. Yeah. Um, but this I'm one. I'm not going accessible, so you're fine. Yeah. Um, but this one is just, I feel like you could never see any other Halloween ever and be like, I get it. Like it's so good. Yep. Um, yep. It, it tells such a good story. I mean, it was a little bullshit at the end. Like, I mean, he didn't deserve to die, but whatever. No, it gets real carny. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, yeah. Ugh, of course, bad guy has to die. Um, <laughs> like, what did he ever do to anybody? But uh, <laughs> uh, this was my uh, draft of best movie of the year. Yeah, we we it was yeah. We've talked about the uh, the little kid so many times. Oh uh, yeah, I love him. I mean, that was that he had Danny McBride written all over his yeah, words. So. And what's <laughs> funny too about that kid is, and it, that this is this tells you why they did. So, this is proof of how good that movie is. There are a couple plot points uh-huh. that a horror fan watches in Halloween and goes, "Why the fuck didn't they deal with that?" Like <laughs> yeah. the, the kid and her boyfriend. Those loopholes never got closed. It huh. didn't fucking matter. Yeah, yeah. It didn't matter because all you all you cared about was the Strode women and Michael Myers mm-hmm. and at like all of like Doctor Pleasance or Doctor uh, D- Donald Pleasant, yeah. Doctor uh, Loomis, Loomis, like, Kevorkian. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> those they they it, those plot holes didn't matter. Yeah. Because they did such a good job with everything else, they told you such a good story yeah. that it's that, that you want to get a kid started in horror. That's a good place to start off. All right, oh, so yeah. that's where I should start. I agree with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Andy, <laughs> it's, good, it, it's genuinely. Oh, you, that's a good you haven't seen it, Andy. Slasher. Andy, you would love this movie. Yeah. I have not. Yeah. I have not. You should. It's a good entry okay. level slasher. Again. I told you guys in October I was going to see it. You should. It's a lot of fun. Again. You know what? The wife is going out of town for a couple of days. I think maybe that I should see it during that time frame. Snuggle up um, with a blankie and Yeah. Yeah. Just just oh, don't man. get don't get handsy with yourself. Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> oh, Michael. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, that, I'm gonna meet that... too myself. <laughs> uh, um, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna look at myself. In the mirror and say, You're like yeah. me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm going to put a mirror in front of myself so I can watch myself and the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you, you should. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like we, this... we should be so lucky that if they're going to do a, do sequels like this, that they're all this good. Yeah. I'm going to give a tribute yeah. to myself. They should make while it. I tribute and, and just even the way they, <laughs> even the way they like, they completely like in the movie talked about how the other movies were bullshit. Like the way they were just like, they're like, oh yeah, that's some just some shit people made up. Like it was like that sentence. Like you just completely like said, hey, this is what it is. Yeah, you wiped the slate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think they should make a like a TV that has like a little camera on it that like projects you into whatever you're watching. Like oh oh yeah. Yeah. So if you're sitting on the couch or if you're standing there watching the TV or whatever, it like puts you in and then you can interact with everybody. The oh, crazy thing is that's what mid nineties did. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Actually there's another movie that kinda did that. Um, um yeah. that well, might get drafted. Yeah. Let's see, Drew might take it right now. Well I might, but I feel nah, like you know, this was a this was a fun year for I feel like me personally, like there was a Freddie Mercury movie. There was another Halloween. And, like, one of my favorite literary works, they kind of just thrown into the end. What, of, is it, what does that mean? Uh, I'll talk well, about Sandy. it. Uh, okay. They kind of just threw a big <laughs> allegory for that at the end what of this. What does it. that also mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. At the end of this movie... And I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and grab it before Wes does, and that is the house that Jack built. Motherfucker! That was my next floor. I know, um, dude. This Good. movie That's is what you get. The rebirth of Matt Dillon, dude. He's. He oh, was I love Matt Dillon. So fucking good in this. One night at McCool's. Come on, man. Oh yes, I love that movie. Yes, and like, uh, and just it's so fucking good. Yeah, and just the way the ending, like I said, it, it goes into the Dante's Inferno thing at the end. Like yep. the the fact that he's calling him Virgil the whole time, and you don't realize it's, it, and then you're like, oh, Virgil's the one who showed Dante through yeah. fucking hell. Yes, it's, it's fucking textbook Lars von Trier. <laughs> But you're still telling a classic literature tale. Yeah. Um, like, because, like, you think, because you're like, well, it's Lars von Trier, so the scope of the movie is really fucking odd. So, like, you mm-hmm. go into it with, like, okay, it's going to be off kilter because that's what he does. But then, like, when you piece those things together, like, Virgil, yeah. Seven, oh, it's fucking Dante's Inferno, duh. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, like, because it's very, bit like, he, like, it's also very biblical. Yeah, which is which is a trip, but like uh, I mean, fucking Lars von Trier, man. Yeah. So is this this is what he does. So this is more. It says crime, drama, horror. Yeah. Uh, I'd say more. Yeah, art house horror. Okay. Art house drama. If if by crime you mean he just kills people the entire time, he just kills people. Yeah, like I guess. Oh, okay. But yeah. Uh, I mean, in house? that regard, does he, he does build a house. He does build a house. He does. Yeah. Oh wow. He does. Because oh. I'd be real disappointed if it he didn't if it's, it's in the title. It, yeah. uh, it's real fun. It's real fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And just I'm a big Matt Dillon fan. The hey, the Ed, part like, where he realized he can freeze tell, the corpses is kind of crazy. He 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 has he the way he stores all his victims is, is in a storage locker, and at some point he realizes. That if he uses like hangers and stuff to freeze them in a certain way, yeah. like once they freeze, he can take that off and they're just gonna stay there. So like, yeah. like he's like, if they if it doesn't reach rigor mortis by this time, then I can do this. 
So then he starts posing them. Oh my god, it's like it's kind of insane. So uh, Cash watched Cash watched the house that Jack built. Uh huh. He had never seen a Lars von Trier movie prior to this. Okay. Uh, what was your favorite thing about the movie? That didn't make sense to you. Yeah. Okay. Can you can you not be a screaming, can you not be a screaming asshole while you're playing your video game? <laughs> Shout out to Cash. Made an appearance. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. So he kept looking. Cash kept looking back at me. He was sitting on the couch and he'd look at me and go, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt Dillon hasn't been this good since Herbie. <laughs> uh, it was it, this is the best Matt Dillon performance since something about Mary I was about to say uh, don't say the outsiders I don't know man you said one night in McCool like, well, I do like one night in McCool That's a good like, movie. It's so, it's a but, movie. It's, but that came out before something about Mary did it I'm pretty sure Maybe one night in McCool's is fucking fun yeah, yeah. Man, he's good in this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. like drugstore cowboy good. I like mm. it. I I don't he's, remember the name of the movie, but I watched some movie on Netflix with my wife that was it had Matt Dillon in it. I thought, oh, Matt Dillon's in it. It's probably gonna be good. Nope, nope. Fucking <laughs> 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 oh god, I'm gonna have to find that movie and post what it is on. Yeah, man. you know what's crazy? Like, I always remember Matt Dillon in a positive light. And I'm going through a lot of these movies, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely made well, some mistakes. Because when he's good, yeah. when Matt Dillon's good, he like he shines. He's Dude. so good. Like Wild yeah. Things, like, Matt Dillon, like a threesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. Denise Richards and yeah. shit. Oh, a oh, movie man. that could otherwise you just look at me like, ugh. Yeah. The the performances are so good. It's a good fucking that, movie. Yeah. It's see, a good movie you get because to see of that. Kevin's bacon in that movie. Yeah, man. Mm. Yeah, you do. Yeah. What's cracking? That's not the only time we've seen <laughs> bacon. Seven inches um, of separation. That's right. <laughs> oh. Drew, that's, uh, that, was, uh, that was my next pick, so well done. Yeah. That was a good pick. Good All right. Pick. Well, what's your, ne- what's your next next pick then? Well, since Drew took that one, um, you do have I got to go. Card, Wes. I got to go with oh, this yeah. one. All steals are on the board. I remind everybody. So, so I, I was up in the air on this one, but oh, I know up in the air? this has, this has to be, <laughs> um, oh. this has to be one that I'm pretty sure Andy, Andy was going to go after. Uh, when I, when I think about movies this year that when movies are starting to look very nineties to me, this was the first one that did it. Boots Riley is a bad ah. motherfucker. Ah, this I hate movie you. is an absolute trip. Ah, this is a must watch. If you are a film fan, if you are a black cinema fan, if you are a, if you are a, a, uh, weird, uh, independent film, uh, fan, sorry to bother you. Yeah. Or a <laughs> fan of movie, good shit. Just good fucking movies, man. Yeah. This movie is God. excellent. It's well, so yeah. good. This is the, uh, the, the, um, what do you call it? Where they they call you? What the fuck is that called? Tele- telemarketing. Oh, telemarketing. telemarketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing it's about so it is, yeah. that movie like, and then goes fucking bananas. Oh, yeah. oh. I, love, I love listening to Drew try to figure out. It's you know they call you. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> this is so. This is what I was talking about when they put you in the movie. Literally, yeah. that's what Boots Riley was trying to do. Because you see, you even see it in the trailer where he's making the call and literally drops inside of the person's you're, home. You're living in the movie with him. Yeah. Like, Correct. You, yeah. you. The best part about that character, and like, there's so many cool little things. Like his name is Cash. Oh wait, Cash is green. Cash is green. Cash is green, which is. It's all about money and greed yeah. and oh my god, he took such a timeless thing to write a movie about. Yeah, but then he took his skewed like I'm a child of nineties oh. film sensibility and yeah. made this movie that's fucking. We can't. Yeah, nice. Got me. I'm gonna gotcha. get punched. Um, <laughs> um, but like Boots Riley punched me in the face with what he was trying to do. You know, oh, dude. Exactly. The like, um, what, ha- what you find out is happening. Oh yeah. Oh my and that's, god. That's the thing. I was listening to Boots Riley talk about this movie, on and he Marin? said, "What's that?" Was he on Marin? Uh, no, I was listening to him on uh, Sway, uh, okay. Sway in the morning. Um, but Boots Riley talked about he wanted to put you in Cassius Green's like shoes. He wanted you. He did. <laughs> that's why he put so many things that go take a huge left turn. He didn't want you to be able to, to follow along and understand no. what was coming next. So he wanted you to be as surprised as Cassius Green was yeah. was when things came up. And he nailed it. Oh, yeah. It's so fun, man. Like, yeah. it, it hits uh, – if you I, – I, this is a movie I can – as somebody who has watched – so more exploitation and cult films than I mm-hmm. care to even remember to still see a weird movie like this. It would be considered a cult film and still get surprised by it and then yeah. leave it like, fuck. Yeah, that's a good fucking movie, man. Yeah, that doesn't happen a lot. And he's got it, man. I hope he I hope he keeps making weird movies to watch this movie. Do you have to have one of those TVs that projects you into the movie like that? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna do it for you. Uh, you have um, you have to have teleporting. So yeah. is it, it? Did they do like first person, like in Dune? Is that where you, it is? No, uh, <laughs> no, it's not VR. I feel like you guys are talking about VR. <laughs> we're talking about like a movie, like a motion picture. I just want to be clear. That's what we're talking yeah. about. But Keith Stanfield, uh, dude from Atlanta, he was also in Get Out. The dude with the eyes, you know, yeah. um, is so damn good in this. Tessa yeah, Thompson. His girlfriend, uh, Detroit, uh, David Cross plays Lakeith. She's incredible. David Cross plays Lakeith's voice, which is hilarious. It's David Cross Uh, and Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt plays Danny Glover's voice. Oh, wow. The um, white yeah. voice thing is fucking genius, man. And and the white voice isn't – the funny thing is they're not saying that the white voice is just a white person. Because white people aspire to get this white voice. It's basically a voice where you're so comfortable, you know, and relaxed in life that, like, it, it you have no carries. You no care. You're worry free. You get a confidence. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's it's crazy. Like there's with with one of the yeah. weirdest third acts I think I've seen in. About it's five the weirdest years. third act I've probably seen in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's up there. Five years, yeah, yeah. It's it's up there. Well, Andy, it's, I'm sorry yeah. to bother you, but what's your third act? Um, <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. segue. God damn it, that was sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, 
I'm going to go with this because this is crazy. This was the best action movie of the entire year. Incredibles 2. Yeah, it's on on my list. It's probably not making it, though. Um, This was the best action movie of the entire year. It was big box office. What's that? What? Go. Um, (laughs) It's uh, the funny thing is it's the sixth one of these. It's the best sixth movie ever. And um, it is also, uh, you know, this dude's timeless. I'm taking Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, 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 yeah. Man, I don't know if it's the best six. Tom Cruise movie. It, it's the best Mission Impossible movie I think I've ever seen. Tom Cruise is the shit, man. I don't know it's if it's the, the best six movie. Yeah. He's the best, dude. It's the sixth one, and it, it d- didn't fall off at all. The story was great. The action was great. When you're Every, as good as Tom Cruise is, and yeah. you surround yourself with good people, Mm-hmm. You're gonna get solid work, man. I those movies they've got a format that fucking works. You know what? Mm-hmm. You know what Period. I say? Anytime you see Tom Cruise run full speed in the trailer, you know that movie's gonna be bomb as hell. That's a, you that's know that movie's gonna be bomb yes. as hell. <laughs> if if Tom Cruise is running top speed and yeah. simultaneously with a large vehicle, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're that's gonna add, that's added running so, full speed. And legitimately, legitimately broke his ankle or something. Yep. And then kept running. It's like he hit the thing and they showed it in yeah. the scene where he's where he's going. Like he's doing almost all of his own stunts. Fuck yeah, the dude man. just – he's timeless, man. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. But, yeah, he's the dude that did it. And my Tyler God. Perry did it? Uh, yeah, Tyler Perry <laughs> as Mission Impossible Tyler- Hide the Penis. <laughs> Tyler Perry's Medea Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that, this train. I feel like they, I feel like you just said that into existence. Like now, that's gonna happen. You're fucking welcome, to those fans. Andy, Andy Impossible hide the penis. Andy, there you, it is. You think this every is... time you say Medea, every time you say Medea, Tyler Perry, there's a thing in his brain. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh man, I should make a movie about goofy golfing that goes awry. (laughs) (laughs) Like what? (laughs) It's called Medea in it. Called Medea Impossible. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Andy, yes, you said this is the best six movie ever, right? Uh-uh. Like well, six in the series? No, no, no. Only one. No, you're talking like the six in a series, right? Yeah. So you think this is better than Piss Angel Six? <laughs> I'm gonna go with yes, Andy. Uh, I don't know, man. Piss Angel Six, dude. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they're angels and they're golden. The thing. You know what I mean? Movies legitimately. Check this out. Yeah. Movies Piss Angel Six. The search for the golden shower. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately get I'm partial to Piss Angel Six. Right? <laughs> They get stuck in the same storyline, and then you're like, "All right, I've All right. I've seen cars go fast, and you talk about family, yeah, yeah. forever." Yeah. This felt different, even though it was like, you know, him still doing a mission, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. It was so yeah. good. It, yeah, blockbuster wise, this this was yeah. It's I, a, I actually, good... and this is crazy. I haven't seen this movie yet, and I love the Mission Impossible franchise. They're, you're gonna they, love this. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mission they Impossible should, like, One. They, they just—it's such a good format. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they, it's such a good format that they they 
Because you, if you're going to do a movie like that, you have to find a way to either make something that will consistently impress people or be so fucking ridiculous like the, the uh, Fast and Furious movies yeah. that you're just like, it's so laughable I have to watch it. Mission Impossible found a way to be like, we're going to keep it tight, we're going to keep it consistent, and we're going to hit all the right notes Dude, for an action. God, man, the stunts. Mission it. Mission Impossible 1 is in my top 10 movies of all time. And yeah. that's, that's legit. That's real. It's <laughs> I, I one of my, it. I'm it's telling like, you, when I saw that movie as a kid, I, it blew my fucking mind and I've loved it yeah, ever man. since. I still say red light, green light, like every day. Yep. <laughs> like, and yeah. fucking Emilio Estevez we, dies in it. That's how, like, it didn't even dude, need Emilio's touch. The, the <laughs> you know Tom, what I mean? The Tom, Cruise, the Tom Cruise lowering in on the wire thing. Yeah. Oh. Dude, it's amazing. And that movie is amazing. It got parodied. It got parodied by everything because yeah. it was so, it was it's amazing, such yeah. a memorable yeah. theme. It's such an yeah. iconic I action would, theme. I would put Mission Impossible against every fucking Bond movie ever made. Fuck you. That's it. So exactly, this is Mission Impossible is is continuing to do something also, that, that Bond hasn't Bond been able movie. to do. Bond you movies know? are fucking they're they're overhyped. They're yeah. they're wildly overrated. They get a pass because Sean Connery. Like fuck those yeah. movies, man. Look, Ethan Mission Hunt Impossible is better movie. than James Bond. Yeah, I'm with you. I said it and I mean it. I'm with you. Ethan Hunt, baby. All right. Well, here we go. I'm on the hunt for my next pick, you guys. Oh. So I am going to go with a little movie called... Why am I doing this voice? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with... And I, I, I preached my love for this movie on a previous episode of the Draft Pod. And I'll do it again. Damn it. Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, no. Never mind. Yeah. I knew that it wasn't going to be the one. Solo a Star pick. Wars story was one of my favorite movies of the year. And one of the That's only movies pick. I watched, uh, and I fucking loved it, and I'm really fucking pissed that that fucking fanboys ruined this movie. No, well, here's the thing. They didn't. They didn't. They, they can have their little pissy pants parties about every single one of these side stories, every sequel. Yeah. Let, let them have their sadness circle jerk. That's on them. Mm-hmm. As somebody who just likes Star Wars movies, they couldn't ruin that movie, man. Yeah. They, well, it's, the it's problem, the, the thing that they did ruin, though, was that they boycotted the Star Wars franchise, and this movie didn't do well box office-wise because of that. And now they're not going to make more of them because of that. And the, Also, the, think about what didn't do well. Think of the numbers they still oh, oh, did. Oh, I know, I know. It still <laughs> did great. They're not doing well. But the Fucking fact of the matter crazy. is... Disney Disney was hurt by it. Yeah, they they're, balked at it because yeah. they're not going to make another one now, and yeah. it's it's fucking shitty because this is, in my opinion, my the opinion best the best of the new Star Wars movies that have come out. In my opinion, I very yeah. much enjoyed this movie. Good pick. Yeah. Shout out to Dong Lover. Yeah, yeah, Dong Lover. That's probably a Star Wars fanboy that ruined this movie. Yeah. Yeah. At Dong Lover on Twitter, at that motherfucker. Tell him yeah, how Adam. unhappy you are. Adam. Because that man is owning everything, including your assholes. Dude. <laughs> he did all right at the Grammys. Again, that fucking who gives a shit? The circle jerk. Who gives a shit, but I'm I'm also happy but for I'm him. Happy, I'm happy for him. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And also had my boy Childish Gambino in that movie. 
who That's, also fucking killed it. That's you know, Dong Lover. Yeah, oh yeah, Dong Lover. There you go. <laughs> I didn't even get that. I didn't even get that at first. I'm all fucked up. Dong Lover. One of the things, you know, one of the things that they boycotted about this movie was the fact that Donald Glover made a comment that Lando Calrissian was multisexual. Me, What's wrong with that? Because of, that? Yeah. because of course Lando Calrissian is fucking multisexual. It makes perfect sense for the character. Yeah, Lando Calrissian is like a, a fucking 70s fucking just sex symbol. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, he, he is the a whole multi, point of him. multi-universe traveling yeah. sex symbol. And then they were the the fucking fan, wrong with the that. fanboys got pissed at that 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 Disney was, uh, you know, doing gender fucking shit and like sex shit. You know, like shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's two thousand nineteen. Yeah, gender is yeah. it's dead. We don't we don't even need to discuss I, anymore. I, we don't need to discuss sexual identity. I don't. I, it's I, over. I feel like Billy D played it like that. Yeah, but also, yeah, see, but yeah, also, listen. Very, like, Wait, from when Donald, can't you know? Donald Glover said this in an <laughs> Donald Glover said this in an <laughs> interview that, and it was just him like bullshitting, joking around. Really, it's not canon. It's not yeah. something written in the script. It's not something oh. that the director came out and said. Oh. Yes, that's. It's just something he said. Yeah. As a one-off. Yeah. Like, you can like, take it or you can fucking leave it. Yeah. But the yep. movie is still fucking good. Yeah. It's so go eat a dick and forget happened. about being a, that the fact that you're a man and just go eat it, a dick. It's <laughs> the same thing that happened when J.K. Rowling said that Dumbledore was gay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People what are is, like, oh, oh, what? Which is well, who cares? What because, is it? it doesn't affect the fucking story. She, and, she tell you how she wrote the character. And why would that? Yeah, it like doesn't affect you. Exactly. Well, yeah. I, and why would that fan base even be upset by that? Considering that Christians have already boycotted Harry Potter for being fucking about magic and right. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what the fuck? Yeah. Who is offended? Who? Yep. Yep. Well, Show me, like, yeah. bring me an if owl I'm with a note that says who. If he fucks who. little boys, because that's part of the storyline. It's in the movie. I mean, let's... I'm not offended by it. It's just part of the movie, <laughs> well, right? Um, you got to think about it. Like, just I, to me, it's. it's I, don't, just, I don't agree with it. It's, it's <laughs> the same way as like. It's the same way Kirk is. Like, the like half of these people he fucks in are like different alien species. Yeah. Like yeah. obviously, like. Some of them are probably asexual. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like my man in Bojack, Todd. You can't, you can't, you, you, that's, you don't get that as an argument, argument yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like se- sexual identity, uh, gender, those aren't things you get, you get, that's not a base of argument anymore. And if it is, no one's going to take you seriously. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. characters yeah. have dimension. And, and when we talk about characters having dimension, this is the exact thing. This is this is that line, this hard line that was drawn when Fat Fuck got elected into office. Because what you did was you you rebolstered that base and that that mm-hmm. mentality of people who live in fear of a world that's evolving and changing past them. They yeah. want their white Judeo Christian suburban world, and that's not the fucking world anymore. Yeah. And yeah. whether you, whether I even understand every element of it, it doesn't mean that I can't accept it and live in it. Yeah. It's right. not our job to understand every facet of it. 
what it, what it is our job to do is understand like this is evolution. Part of evolution is we tell stories differently because the world looks different now. And when the world looks different, it's reflected in art. Yeah. So if, if a character oh. is multisexual, that's just the world we live in. Yeah. It's an accepted lifestyle. Exactly. It's an accepted part of somebody's DNA and makeup. Exactly. You don't also, what is up. multisexual? Is that like yeah, uh, different like, than bi? Well, I don't. Bi- it's it's like, like he's banging aliens right? too. Yeah. And that's what yeah. well, that's. I think that's to basically. Point. Like, it was some. Oh, that's it true. Was, yeah. I don't even know I if that's you. the word that they use. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the word that they use, but it's yeah. something like that. Basically, yeah. that he just like, fucks, basically bisexual. He fucks men, women, alien, whatever. I get it. I like using the word dual sexual for bisexual, and people don't get it, but I think it's cool. It's it's sexual yeah. fluidity. It means yeah. that, dual like, sexual means you, you know, physical attraction. You're like, you know, your physical and your physical attraction isn't limited to a man or a woman. You know yeah. who else has yeah. sexual yeah. fluidity? Yeah. My boy Ryan Ray Reynolds Charles. in Deadpool Two, the funniest oh. fucking movie this year. Holy shit! They really tightened up that franchise, man. They were looking to contend. Holy I, shit. I think yeah. I think he's really hoping to get a spot. <laughs> like, I can make it clean if you want, sort of. Not really, but I'll try. Dude, I laughed so fucking hard at this movie. Every fucking it's a scene. Fun movie. And, and fucking uh, the what is the chick Domino? Is that who it is? Oh the, yeah, the black chick. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She's fucking so awesome in this movie, and I love yep. the whole dynamic of that fucking team that he builds. And yes, that whole scene. The X Force. The funniest <laughs> fucking thing to yeah. me, and uh, I just loved it. So yeah, when they're all when they're all parachuting in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't want to say anything beyond oh, that. Yeah. Wanna, yeah. Because uh, that's like Peter. Uh, <laughs> God, it's, uh, Peter. That's what I was gonna say. Rob, Rob Delaney's yeah. character. Is it's great. so fucking fun. dude. I I'm serious that this this is in my top comedies now. This yeah. movie. I I it's, don't. Think it's I a real it's a real silly goose movie. Yeah. I like it a lot. I don't remember laughing this hard at anything in like yeah. the last five years. It's a it's a wow. good time. So good time. Good yeah. pick. Yeah. Good pick. Hell yeah, it is. All right. Um. Pick four. This is going to be a tough one for me. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. This movie to me was the, um, you know, no offense to Avengers. This to me was the best uh, MCU movie of the year. Um, it really did something that was important for the culture and everything. Yes. So I've got to take yep. Ryan Coogler's Black Panther. Black Panther. Fucking oh. hell of a movie. Oh, that's not what I thought you were taking. Oh wow! Okay, you, well, but, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I've got that on my list too. It's probably not coming really, back to me now. It's really fucking, it's really fucking good. Black Panther, man. Yeah. yeah, this is the same dude that did Fruitville Station and Creed. Um, I thought this was important because not only because of the movie, I thought the story was ridiculously good. The yeah. uh, Michael B. Jordan played the hell out of Killmonger. Chadwick Boseman killed his Black Panther, but this this proved. And this isn't just a black thing, but this proved that, you know, you don't need to make all these big box offices, you know, put black people in stereotypical roles. You can actually do black movies that are blockbuster or like, you know, it's probably not going to get selected by us, but an Asian movie that's a blockbuster. Like, yeah, so I, I think this was huge because 
now all of a sudden you had more people coming out to it. I, I, I just thought it was an incredible movie. Good movie. And yeah, yeah and and the storyline with it and just what it meant um puts it over the top. It's awesome. Yeah, movie. I didn't this Good is what I mean, not that not that you like really understand hate anyway, but I didn't understand like the hate of like like yeah, it's a black like like people were treating it like it was like if Donald Glover would have got Spider Man, like yeah. you know they're what I mean. Treating it, they're treating yeah, like, it like Black Panther's origin was a white guy. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> right, right, not right, with this, right. Like that's it's fucking I'm, Black Panther. It's a like, black it's, dude. It's all, it's <laughs> yeah. All, yeah, it's all par for the course. Like I don't, yes. yeah, I don't. Under- I think they expected like Black Panther, but like Avengers style, where there was all white people around. You know what? You uh, know what? White people. <laughs> you, know? you know what? White they people did. really hated, and I noticed this working in a factory. White people hated. That black people were excited to see the movie. Yes, which why? Which is fucking why? crazy they, to me. Because they yeah. hate, they hate white people hate that black people succeed and are <laughs> yeah. excited about something <laughs> that's there. You know, and that's the yeah. fuck. That's this again. I hate to harp on it, but this is all like it's all heightened because of that <laughs> fuck being the president. Of the yeah. Yeah. What's funny is there was there, I, I remember a conversation I had with uh, this black dude I work with, and he's like. He's talking about uh oh it was when we were doing the villains draft and yeah. I said I said hey man what, what like what's your favorite movie villain like because I always ask people and he's like he's like oh I don't know he's like uh he's like maybe the maybe the from Black Panther and I was like I was like oh yeah like you know kill my it was good or whatever he's like oh you seen it and I said yeah and he's like oh I haven't even seen it yet <laughs> but like but he treated it like what a white guy saw this movie like yeah. I was like yeah man it's a comic book movie I'm gonna see it that's the thing is this wasn't a a black movie it was no. just a really good movie it's with black Marvel people movie. in it yeah that's, you what, know what, I'm that's what I didn't right. understand there was like yeah. No racial things in it to me, like be you know, besides like just the fact of get out. Yeah, just just the fact of like, you know, have having so many people in it that you're you know, like you said, where they people might have think it was like, Oh, where are the white people at? you know? But it's like, well, it's in Africa, there aren't white people. Uh, (laughs) right. (laughs) And the other thing too, that like don't you have enough Yes, <laughs> you have literally every other fucking movie in the theater. Yeah. I always can't you, can't, can't you give them? Can't you I... give black people one fucking moment of joy? That was yeah. it. It was awesome. It was awesome. Miserable yeah. asshole. Yeah, and the thing is, this this now opens the door for you know more African American directors and writers and and actors and stuff like that. So it opens the door where now all of a sudden. We don't have to go into the this is how movies are made kind of deal. We yeah. can really, you know, with Crazy Rich Asians, with with Black Panther, yeah. with yeah. with even like, you know, some indie films like A Sorry to Bother You or whatever. You you now open the floodgates um, with the Indian that's in blind spotting. Like you can just do everything yeah. now. And that's awesome. Well, even yeah. uh, even like uh, like and it's been because it's been happening for a long time. We forget about it. Mm-hmm. But. Um, even like Guillermo del Toro's early movies that were all very, because he's from Mexico, very Mexican centric. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, like that's again, you, we have every other movie. Yeah. Fuck off! <laughs> yeah. Fucking. But aside from all that, the movie was just dope as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, it's so West. good. So and good. like, uh, uh, I, I, Black Panther was. 
wor- like worth worth every second to watch. Like yeah. you're you're engaged in the whole thing. Hey, Wes. Just from the start where he's looking up and seeing it, and then Killmonger. That's how he gets it in his head of like yeah. he's trying to. Is the funny thing about Killmonger is he's actually doing something that he believes to be good. Versus yeah. the natural villain thing of being just a bad guy. It's just Killmonger like is actually yeah. doing something and being a villain, yeah. but not really fully a villain. I could vibe with a lot of the stuff Killmonger was doing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Hey, I Wes, agree. Uh, hey, Wes, speaking of every other movie, what's your next pick? Speaking of every other movie. Man, my segues uh, are fucking so good today. You're three for three right now. <laughs> so I think, I think James has a hot date. He's like, hey. Segway it on. Let's go. This, this is All my really hot hard. data is for this episode not to be three hours long. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's it's, tough with Wes on. It's getting really hard for me to narrow down because now I'm getting down to the last few of my favorite movies. But because I thought Andy was going to take this. No. Uh, I have to take it. Damn it. Uh, this is, for me, this was without question my favorite Marvel Universe movie of the year. This might be my favorite MCU movie ever. Whoa. Wow. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've, I've not seen it yet, and this is one I was desperately it, trying to Sony, watch right? before this came out. It, and this is, this is my favorite. Yeah, this, this one's great. This is my favorite. This might, I think it is my favorite Marvel. Marvel Universe movie, yeah. yeah I, really, I, I really want to fucking I, see it. I, yeah, I didn't realize how emotional I would get. How, how, yeah. like, I cried like five times watching this movie. I was inspired by it. I, uh, it was be- it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, the Look colors, out. man. The colors the, are ridiculous. The, co- the yeah. color palette is beautiful. Yeah. The story, the characters. The way the, they use comic book, like, the, the way they with use the words music. and stuff. Oh man, the the use of music and how, yeah. how intricate and use, yeah. how much how shout out to the fucking soundtrack on this movie because God damn, oh it's my so god, good. yeah, soundtrack is yeah, awesome. You I don't, you don't really suck. The movie. What sucks What's, about the soundtrack <laughs> is that it it used a bunch of old hip hop that they didn't license to the soundtrack. Oh really? Ah, well, all the new stuff that's bit. on there is fucking really good. Yeah, I will. Oh, I will. Man. I will say this, and this is a. Uh, this is to share a little of of some friends that are trying to get something going right now. Uh, buddies of mine, unless like like every other Saturday, they've been doing an Instagram live story with the two of them. Yeah, and they were talking about this movie a few weeks ago, and they said on there like the one said, "Hey, this might be the best animated movie of all time," and they were, and the other was like, "Well, he's like either it is or he's like either it is or isn't better than Akira," and he was like, "It might be." Like he's saying, yeah, it's it that is. fucking good. I don't know. It is. It's really, really good. And they had a poster. Miles Morales. Shout out to my dude, Chance the Rapper. Miles Morales had a Chance Four poster on the wall, which was like, yeah. I was like, I noticed right away. I was like, Chance Four. That's not even a thing right now. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, yeah. So um, it was like Miles Morales' story is incredible, and the way they did it to where he didn't. I, here's what I'll say without spoiling anything: they didn't give him the ability to maintain his powers right away, which I thought was incredibly smart of the movie to do. And they finally, after how many years of making Spider-Man, they finally got Gwen right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It took them this long, but they got her, they got it right. 
they got it right in an animated format. Dude, so and Bart, Peter Parker is awesome in this movie. Yeah. Oh, Peter Parker's Peter. He he's great. It's a it's, different thing than you're used to seeing. So I think the it's passing of the torch. It's, this opens up the opportunity to do so much more with different comic book movies, and I think that this is really exciting. Um, this opened the floodgates for a lot of other things yeah. that they could do. And if you, I agree. If, you pair, if you pair this movie with that new Spider-Man came, game that came out in 2018, uh, that's also yeah. got some Myer, yeah. Miles Morales uh, flair yes, in there. It does. And it's very, yes, very it good game. Very, very My, fucking good. Cash played through that game, and yeah. uh, he plays all the DLC that comes out. And uh, I mean, the Miles stuff is definitely his favorite. I'm yeah. still working on it, but I'm pretty much. I think I'm like 85% through the game right now. Yeah. So. Well, um, I was, I was tr- uh, actually going to get there, but you guys had more love for that movie. Drew, speaking to, of to games, say. what's the next movie that you'd like to pick? Well, you guys, <laughs> I lost it. I two lost people it. who have stepped over my segue. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. Uh, so I was stepping I, on my own segue. Drew, take us into your Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah, so I was trying – what I was trying to get at with that with my point I was making, but then you guys had more to say – was this movie also had a nod to Akira in it, and I'm going Ready Player One. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, that was fun. Dude, it, it was. It was just a fun fucking movie. It is. It's it's one of those, like, it's it's basically like, I felt the same way when I saw Jurassic Park for the first time. Just like, have not, have happy, not excited, it awesome, oh, yeah. you know, inspired. Yeah. Spielberg, you know. It does, uh, it, it does play into that whole, like, are we just in a nostalgia cycle thing right now? But, uh, yeah. Like, uh, we have been for five years. Yeah. Like, it, you know, like, like, are we just the worst generation right now? But, uh, <laughs> but no, it was, it was, it was cool. Like I said, you get to see the bike. Um, there's so many little, like, quote unquote Easter eggs and they literally call them Easter eggs and like, it, they it's do. Yeah, so yeah. good. Um, I Very just, good. um, it's like, uh, what the hell was the, the last Starfighter or, Star Commander, yeah, like kind of like that, but just on a whole nother level. So <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Way better than the book, nerds. <laughs> and that was uh, that was my oh, favorite. It's a book, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why they made it better because yeah. they had a screenplay already written. Sure. Uh, so uh, <laughs> yeah, the movie the movie people got handed this fucking book and they're like, "What the fuck?" They're like, "Let's make this a movie so I can watch yeah. it." <laughs> exactly. And thank you because it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's that's literally if I mean if it's coming from a. a a literary side, yeah, they had to have read it and gone, this should probably be a movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't how, imagine it. Exactly. That's how movie people, that's how movies are made by movie people that get handed books and they're like, ew, and then they make it into a movie. <laughs> Speaking of books that were made in a movie, have you heard about, have you guys read that book Powerbomb? Oh. Because they're sponsoring oh, our next segment. Are they spon- oh, let's, uh, hey, here's You know, the Powerbomb people are smart because they realize why write a book for the movie when you could just make a movie? Just make the movie yeah. first. The power bomb. Yeah. Uh, oh, and here's a message from Wes Allen. Uh, hey, Wes, what do you think about Powerbomb? Hey, what's going on, Draft Pod listeners? It is your favorite frequent guest and one of the stars of the upcoming Sickening Pictures release, Powerbomb. Speaking of, I come here with good news. After the success of our premiere in Cleveland, Ohio, we are doing a one-time, one-night-only screening of Powerbomb in, drumroll, Toledo, Ohio. That's right. 
Friday, March 1st at 7.30 p.m., the Maumee Indoor Theater. Powerbomb will be making its Toledo slash Northwest Ohio premiere. This will be a one-time event. Tickets are just 10 bucks. Please go to brownpapertickets.com. That's brownpapertickets.com. Look up Powerbomb in the search bar. There you will find us. Get your tickets ordered in advance. It will make it much easier. Tickets are just 10 bucks, and this will be your one chance. So those of you in the Northwest Ohio area, Toledo, Maumee, Detroit, Ann Arbor, Bowling Green, Perrysburg, Finley, Sandusky, Fremont, that whole area, don't miss this one chance to see the film. Myself, uh, my son, and co-star Cash Allen, as well as our directors, Zach Schildwachter and BJ Colangelo, will be there for a Q&A afterwards. This is going to be a fun event, and your one chance to see this movie because pretty soon there's more details to come. This movie will be everywhere. So, brownpapertickets.com, search Powerbomb in the search bar. Friday, March 1st, the Mommy Indoor Theater, 7.30 p.m. Here's your chance to see Powerbomb on the big screen. Thanks a lot for supporting independent film and keep supporting the draft pod. I could just do the message if you guys want. Oh, no. I, I already played it. What do you mean? Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> Great message, Wes. Yeah, Glad you thanks, were here Wes. to do that in person. Yeah. Thank you. Glad so welcome to the abbreviated version of the figure four. We're going to make it real quick and snappy and talk about some shit that we like from, you know, maybe this week. Uh, Drew, take it away first. Okay. Well, we've kind of talked about it a little bit. Here's Here's my thing. Life's crazy, guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know that song, What's Going On by Four Non Blondes? Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to talk about Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye would have been my yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. going on? What's yeah. going on? And that's the four. Um, isn't it weird that it was like. We're Four Non Blondes. It's, four it got nine. like a second life by a blonde in He Man. Life's crazy. <laughs> oh, God. What? This, see, this is why we interrupt your segment. What's, what's, what's your guys' pick? Uh, I, I, I have one. Life's crazy, man. I started. Okay. Are you talking about, is this figure four? Yeah. This is figure four, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll just jump on it. Yeah. Um, I just breezed through, uh, the final season that's out right now of Bojack Horseman. Um, and I'm already missing the fact that I don't have more Bojack to watch. Oh. Um, my God, Bojack's incredible. You've but Bojack. can't wait for this season upcoming this fall. Hell and yeah. Chance the Rapper album out in July. Oh, snap. Nice. Um, uh, we, uh, as you already know, we're screening Powerbomb March 1st. But uh, we did, we have a, we've secured a distribution deal. So that will be available on all your major streaming platforms here uh, very soon. We'll be able to announce uh a date, hopefully. Which wow. Is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, so those one. of you, uh, from, what I, from as far as I know, those of you with Amazon, Apple TV, et cetera, you'll be able to get Powerbomb and watch it. Hell um, fucking yes. We should have cool. probably had you go after James because now it's no, going to no, be no. a downer no, for no. James. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I, and also, uh, on the music tip, uh, the new Mill and Colon album came out. They, uh, they're a, would be considered like skate punk rock. Uh, they started in the nineties. Uh, I've literally grown up with their music. Their new album is like, I literally it made me cry listening to it because the lyrics are, Oh shit, here's where we're at. I've aged with this band and now they're writing about here's where we're at. And boy, we really fucked the world up. We, how do we fix this? And it's cool. Uh, 
all very like it, it's very practical, relatable songwriting, and uh, I found it all. I find it very inspiring and moving. So, Bill and Colin, SOS. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Well, uh, my figure four will be then the fact, and it will coincide with Wes's figure four. And I am going to talk about the fact that the Draft Pod is once again giving away two free tickets. <gasps> To the Powerbomb oh, premiere on March oh 4th. And in, in where is it, Wes? Toledo, Ohio? Toledo, the Mommy Indoor Theater. The mo- uh, Mommy. Go see mommy. it at Mommy's. <laughs> mommy, <laughs> I want to go see Powerbomb! Get your duckets, motherfuckers! <laughs> uh, mommy Indoor Theater, March 1st, 7.30 p.m. Yeah. We will be, uh, this will be the second theatrical screening, which, uh, which is kind of fun because pretty soon it'll be on a streaming platform. So to see it on the yeah. big screen with yeah. uh, with cast and crew uh, on site is a pretty fun experience. So and, uh, get your phone ready. We haven't really Q and A afterwards. We have okay Q and A. Hell yeah! And we yeah. haven't really talked about this yet as a group, but we did talk about the fact that we want you to be able to win these tickets by listening to this episode of the Draft Podcast. So yeah. If you're listening, this is what you need to do. You need to write word for word what Drew's nickname was on this episode on oh. at the draft pod. And we, by doing that, we will choose somebody randomly from that group of people that wrote Drew's nickname. Well, I think it should be the first one that does it. You think the first one? First one that gets in there. Yeah. Uh, I kind of, I, I don't know. Well, first see, one is uh, if you get a few. And then you can, like, you know, make sure that all the intricacies are there as far as, like, uh, spelling and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. I think it's... All be, that shit. I think you have to spell it correctly and enter it correctly to be entered in, and we will draw it. We will draw on the next episode. The oh, week, good the luck. Week, the week before. That's good luck. <laughs> that's the week before the premiere, so you'll have a whole week to get prepare. And the good news is his is the shortest nickname I read off, so you should be fine. <laughs> That's why I picked his. Because I... <laughs> there is a character limit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, yeah we only have 240 characters. You know, you might have painted yourself into a corner there. <laughs> so that was the figure four brought to you by Power Bottle! <laughs> I know I have a high voice. But, uh, Wes, what did, really it up. what did you and, think and about... I, and Danny Brown has a higher voice than I do when he laughs. Nice. What did you think about the uh, dog version of the Powerbomb? I fucking laughed so hard at that because it's so stupid. Uh, James played that for me and I was just crying. That is, I know. That is a top three weirdest fucking <laughs> ever done. Like the, that is, and, and the fact that, that, that it was, was a, so strange. The fact that it was a, a dog version of the Powerbomb promo but also <laughs> to a Christmas song in February is so weird. What do you mean? It's not a Christmas song. It's Power Bomb, Power Bomb, Power Bomb. It's great. Right. Yes. Not a Christmas song. I'm sorry. Power Bomb the movie is the best you'll ever see. (laughs) Oh, man. Very fun. Drew. Uh, Yeah, I'm starting to get them draft pod sweats right now. Uh, This is our fifth pick. um, Home stretch. 
I'm gonna this is go- the closer, right? Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go with the man who does not want to eat cereal, and I'm going first man. Oh. Uh Ryan Gosling as Neil Armstrong. Oh. Yeah. I, All right. I thought it was very good. Yeah. I, I didn't uh, think you were gonna go there. Yeah, well, I, I really I didn't either, because I didn't know that was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um I don't know. It's just so Gosling is Neil Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of into that. I liked. Yeah. I liked yeah. the way. I didn't know that Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong was such a matter of fact guy, and I yeah. thought that was so cool about about. Pretty him. cut and dry motherfucker, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know like, he was so sexy. He was like a yeah. I know exactly. Fucking the Goss place. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I just from Ohio, it. right? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the fact that he was just no nonsense. He just like, and I don't even think that he was very that's, much of a joker or anything. The, no. That's the Ohio thing to me. <laughs> yeah. That's a very Ohio thing is his very like, nope, this is it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's very fucking Ohio. And if it me. wasn't just, for that, if it wasn't for that attitude, people would have fucking died up there, you know? So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he really honestly, needed to be. Dude, a, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a amazing. really good point. Yeah. If he had if he had left room for bullshit, yeah, yeah no, exactly. people would be dead. Fucking A. That's so, crazy. Nice pick, Drew. Yeah. Like it. Hell yeah. Wes, so, number five. Be, uh, you're, you're good. Um, so, uh, you're sorry, damn right I text there. So number five, this was hard because there's so many fucking good movies left. But I have to take this one. Because it is a return of somebody that I once believed in so strongly. And then he started making movies that I was like, really? You made a fucking old boy remake? Ugh. <laughs> and I, I thought, I thought he, I thought he'd lost his way. But then this movie came out and it made me hopeful and it made me laugh and it made me cry and it made me angry. And it made me believe in Spike Lee again as a filmmaker. Ah. Without question, is is the best thing he's made in probably ten to fifteen years. Absolutely, Black Klansman. Black, Black yeah. Triple Klansman. What a fucking movie! And that ending, like yeah. Here's, Here's why, here's what I loved about it is we watched it with Cash. He wanted to see the movie so bad. So we watched it with him and he's seen some like black exploitation films. I mean, I own like, I probably like 40, 50. Right. I love that shit. But this like, was on another think, level. I don't think it, I don't think that yeah. black exploitation represents the black experience in film. No, in no, no, way. no. It's fun, but it doesn't, it doesn't represent the black experience. And like for a white kid, a middle, you know, a, you know, middle schooler white kid from the Midwest. Yeah. He needs to understand like how fucking easy his life is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only way to do that is to you know let see that story play out. And for that movie to end the way it did, to char- to you know to show you the footage from Charlottesville. Yeah, yeah. That literally happened. That was you know, awesome. Wow. Yeah. To to do that and go even as far as we've come, we got a long ways to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a fuck, but the story is so good. God, is it good? And that's an amazing story anyway. Um, and you're going to take poetic license with it because it's a movie, but sure, sure. Um, um I really and this is where Denzel it. comes in. It's Denzel Washington's kid 
Yeah. Uh, John David Washington, who plays Ron Stallworth. Really fucking good. That wasn't the Denzel reference I was making. Oh, oh well, Equalizer I thought it two. was. No. He, oh. he is spectacular in the movie. Adam yeah. Driver is Adam Driver. Very oh. understand. And I will say oh this. Oh, my God. I'm actually if a bigger you, fan of Adam Passenger, but go ahead. <laughs> if you ever, if you ever had any like, and like I did, like I was, I I was indifferent to Topher Grace. Yeah. Oh, Topher killed it too. Topher, him playing yeah. such a reprehensible human being. He plays David yeah. Duke. He was David Duke, and he's fucking good at it. It's good. God, that movie. It's well. The funny I, thing I is, like, I love out of all the Klansmen. Like for a while, I was like, "Damn, David, David Duke." Even though he's a terrible person, like at least he's approaching things way better than a lot of the people that are in the clan, you know? Yeah. Um, and then he tells which you, which is scarier when you have a dude that <laughs> is kind of likable at times and that's, is doing disgusting things. You that's know how disgusting things and cults and KKK and shit like that happens yeah. is by people that are absolutely that are just fucking, yeah. you just love to be around them, but the, and you overlook the fact that they're fucking insane. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There, it's, it's a, it's like, it's it, like Wes's brother. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that guy. Uh, <laughs> Just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It, I I love I love that he was. I love that Spike Lee made a point because he grew up on black exploitation movies. So for him to look at them with with a little bit of reverence, mm-hmm. but also like know to make a, a smart enough movie that's like yeah. it's not really the black experience. We accepted those movies. Yeah. Because they were ours, they were they they it was representing us on the screen. Uh, and actually, if I can recommend it, there's a documentary that Shutter just put out called Horror Noir that's about black horror, okay. and it's fucking fantastic. It talks about the black experience of black representation in film, um, in horror films. But uh, he he told this story truthfully. He told it with heart and. Yeah. Nice. I really think like this brings Spike Lee back for me. Yeah. This is this oh, is yeah. Spike Lee resurrected. Going, I this is do the right thing, Spike Lee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to do the right thing and pick Game Night with my fifth oh, pick. Fuck, that was the Denzel reference good, I was making. Good oh, fucking yeah. movie, man. Oh man, um, you Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams, <laughs> ridiculous. Jesse Plemons kills it as the neighbor. Kyle Chandler, uh, the dude, uh, Lamorne Morris from New Girl. Um, it was just awesome. Chelsea Peretti, uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Dude, this movie. Chelsea Peretti is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This movie surprised the fucking, fucking awesome. shit out of me. Yeah. It's it so funny and so well done. Yeah. It, it's one of those movies that you go, oh, I didn't, uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that's where this was going. Yeah, I didn't yeah. expect it at all. Yeah, the fucking... it was a comedy and a, like a thriller. Like <laughs> there's t- the like... twist on twists on twists. There's oh. two, there's two movies that surprised me this year, and it was Hereditary and this, <laughs> which is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, but like I had no yeah, idea what to expect. I put this on with my movies. niece and nephew, and was like, you know. I, I, I didn't know exactly what it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be like, you know, a straight like comedy or something. And yeah. nope, 
Yeah. <laughs> Not the cake. No, this thing took a turn, but it was it was uh, one of the most enjoyable experiences I had watching a movie all year. Good pick. Nice. Good pick. Yeah, and yeah. at first I was kind of like, all right, this is a little pr- like you know, like I you you saw like the first thing coming, like oh, this is a real thing, like, but then as more just keeps unraveling of it, you're just like, what? Yeah. What? And I think that that was the whole, like, that had to be their, their whole mindset was, this yep. has to go every direction. Yeah. Because once you turn over one stone, it's just got to keep going. Yeah. So yeah. that was how they told the story. It was like, well, we're, if we're turning that corner, we just got to yeah, keep yeah. going. Yeah. Oh. Old Bateman's in his bag on this one. Whew. Yeah, dude, he he's he's in a sweet spot in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. So good. Yeah. This is that 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 role reeked of Jason Bateman. That was yeah. written for him for yeah. sure, no doubt. Um, all right. Well, for my fifth pick, um, this movie it's a it's a Netflix original movie, and I don't know something about this movie. I just fucking loved it when I saw it. And I really love what's happening with this franchise and that it's becoming these like serial horror sci-fi things. And I'm going with Cloverfield paradox. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't know if you guys, did you see it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I very much enjoyed this movie and I thought that it was a lot of fun and I loved that the, Cloverfield, maybe they did the John Candy one. What was that one called? John Goodman. Uh, John, Goodman? John Goodman. John Goodman. John Candy. Damn it, John. King Ralph. Now Ten, I'm fucking. Uh, yeah. Ten yeah. Cloverfield Lane. Ten yeah. Cloverfield Lane. I loved that. Ten fucking things Ralph. I hate about John Candy. <laughs> and uh, and I just like the idea. Roseanne. I like the idea of what the Cloverfield franchise is turning into. So I'm hoping for more of these. And I loved Cloverfield Paradox. So I'm going to go ahead and put it on there so that people. Go and watch it because it shit's fucking yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully, that's a sleeper. Nice. I would call that one a sleeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's why I, wait I have so many day. more that belong in the top five that it's a good thing we got three honorables. Drew, kick uh, us off. All right. So the first one I talked about it uh, maybe a month or two ago, but I to me it's like Sandlot meets a horror movie, and that's the summer of '84. Good oh. pick. That's a great film, man. Um, that's a lot of fun. Next, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Killmonger himself replies in reprising his role as Adonis Creed in Creed Two. Nice. Uh, and third, I gotta go. You know, I brought it. I I brought it up in the in my thing for uh, best new or new breakout star or whatever for the director. And this is another one with Bo Burnham directing a great movie in eighth grade. Yeah. Good pick. Yeah. Good pick. So the guy I was talking about. Yep. Nice. Speaking of Creed, man, we should get another guest on next week and do like a best combat sports movie. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that's yeah. Let's idea. do it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Man. What a good idea I just I came might, up with. I might take Creed Off too. the top of the dome. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you guys have that plan. <laughs> nope. nope. Just like Powerbomb. Wes, right. get him. Well, I guess I'll just take your word for it. Uh... So this is uh remakes or I don't they are sort of a dirty word, but not really. Uh if you consider the original and what it did for horror, this it's one of those sacred cows that got slaughtered, but it's done so effectively and so uniquely that it's hard to not fall in love with. Uh I'm taking Suspiria. 
Uh, great remake. Uh, really unique take on the Argento movie. Um, Tilda Swinton is fucking terrifying in every role she's in. Yeah. Dakota Johnson is really good. Chloe Grace Moretz is good. Just a, a really cool way to remake an Argento classic. Um, uh, uh, this is a documentary, so I mean, I, but it's still a movie. Uh, uh, it's about the, uh, the first lady of rock and roll, the bad, one of the baddest Mr. Rogers ever existed. Uh, <laughs> and when you watch it, you remember not only how many cool fucking songs she wrote, but just how cool she is. Uh, Bad Reputation. That's the Joan Jett documentary. All right. Oh. And it's also uh, Ronda Rousey's walkout song. <laughs> it is. I don't give a damn about my bad reputation. And also then, the Freaks uh, and Geeks theme song. Yes, True. it is. <laughs> nice, nice pull. And then uh, I think with the last one, uh, I'm going to have to go with... Uh, also my own personal theme song, just so you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a movie that... For some reason, it got a little buried in uh, what it was released up against. But it's fucking crazy and a lot of fun to watch. If you're a fan of the Raid movies or just super hyper-violent chaos, I can't recommend this movie enough. It's called Overlord. Please check it out. All right. I've been wanting to see that's the zombie, the Nazi zombie uh, or Nazi uh, experimental thing, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep, very fun, very fun movie. Yeah. Uh, it's, I know it's on Amazon right now, so it's worth the five or six bucks. Good film, yeah. good movie, lots of fun. All right, um, tag I'm it, and that's the first movie I'm picking. Yeah. Tag, fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, John Hamm. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. yeah, Jeff Tomzik, yeah. the dude that does like this is not happening on Comedy yeah, Central. Yeah, yeah. Ed Helms, Jeremy Renner, John Hamm, Jake Johnson, Hannibal Burris, Isla Fisher. So fun. It was such a fun movie. I gotta yeah, watch that. Yeah. I gotta watch that. Yeah. Um, the second one I'm gonna go with is, uh, this is a Netflix one, Adam Devine, When We First Met. Oh, very good. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was an awesome <laughs> movie. movie. Yeah, it's a good laugh. I like that one. I actually yeah, was, uh, uh, shouted that out on Twitter and got, you know, written back by the people in the movie. You oh. sure as hell did. Yeah, nice. Um, and then the third one, I'll go with, um, James, you mentioned it. I thought it was a ton of fun. I can never watch a Paul Rudd movie and be mad at him. So I'm going to take Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Sure. You know, it wasn't, I liked it, but it, uh. Wasn't great. I liked that. I liked that ending more than anything. Yeah. That made the whole movie for me. Yep. Wasn't great. It was just good, but it yeah. did set up some stuff. So that's what's important. Super enjoyable though. All right, well, yeah. Yeah. Andy took my tag. So I'm going to go with, uh, another T movie and I'm going with Tomb Raider came out this year and I really much, oh. very much enjoyed it. It's I got, about that. there's a lot of cheesy shit in that movie, but bones like bones and all it's fucking good. Bum, 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 it's, bum. it's got the uh, it's got the same storyline basically from from the Never first. Yeah, that's right. When we no well pick, we just make tons for you because it's gonna We're not to get the everybody. Please, Mister Postman, quit bringing these bills to my house. Quit bringing the stress to my house because we're ready for the kill on lookout, lookout. <laughs> so, anyways. 
Next movie I'm going to pick is uh, Jennifer Lawrence vehicle, Red Sparrow. Yes. I really, I really mm. enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Crazy shit. That's yeah. a good fucking movie, man. Yeah. And uh, the final movie, I already teased this early in the, in the episode, and I'm going to go with The Meg. Mm. Oh, yeah. I only what? wrote that because I have no other movies. Bad? I am totally shark, out of the, movies. So the Meg is what about, it is. You're talking about the shark movie, right? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, it sounds it awesome. Game over, man. It's a Megalodon, dude. dude. I have, I, I, you know, but I heard from people, like, people I trust that were like, no, nah, it's a pretty good fucking big, big shark movie. Really? Yeah, so I don't know. I'm yeah, not, maybe I'm not opposed good. to it. I haven't seen it yet either, but uh, I'm going to watch I'm it now because I just picked it. Uh, there were people that said it's way better than it had any business being oh man that's our show (laughs) (laughs) um one that i wish i had another pick for was uh upgrade i thought that was really a good oh yeah man and incredibles 2 that should have been chosen that movie was really fucking good Incredibles 2 was a lot of fun um uh hellfest Mm -hmm. uh seth sherwood wrote it that's that's better than the marketing. Oh, that's like also, uh, that's, power bomb. That's like power uh, bomb should have been power, picked. Yeah, power that bomb. came out in twenty eighteen. <laughs> that uh, how did you not no, pick power bomb? Hell, Hellfest power is bomb Hellfest did premiere. Is, yeah, it yeah. premiered in twenty eighteen. Yeah, Hellfest is like that uh that fire documentary, but it's about the Hellfest <laughs> uh, hardcore music festival. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Except that's a success. Dude, those are nuts, by the way. Well, I hate you, Wes. You took two of my picks. Yeah. Those documentaries are crazy. Oh, yeah. I I figured those were ones you probably, you had your eye on, especially sorry to bother you. Um, I did. Yeah, sorry to bother you. I'm bummed about it. Add drops, trades, or steals. I'm staying, baby. I like that. I I chose five movies that I fucking loved last year, so I'm good. Same. Yeah. You going to steal, Drew? Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. All right, here we go then. We are locked in, friends. But! No, I'm not. <laughs> oh. Uh, I already said we're locked in, so you can't do anything now at this point. <laughs> well, I said I wasn't going to steal. I could add drop, but I'm not going to. All right, everybody, here we go. For Drew's team that he's not going to add drop to, number one. <laughs> Movies, 2018, A Quiet Place. Number two, Halloween. Number three, the house that drew Jack, uh, the house that Jack built. <laughs> number four, Ready Player One, and number five, Ryan Gosling, the first man. Yeah, the towel and, that drew Jack. <laughs> and for Wes's team of movies, twenty eighteen, number one, the fucked up Hereditary. Number two, <laughs> the also looks fucked up Mandy, and number three. Sorry to bother you, but number four is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> and number five, Black Klansman. And for Andy's team of movies, 2018, number one, Blind Spotting. Number two, Mid-90s. Number three, Mission Impossible. Fallout. Is that it? Fallout? That is correct. Okay. Number four, Black Panther. And number five. Game night. Sleeper. Loved it. Game night. Alright, and for James's team of movies 2018. Remember that whole three hour thing? <laughs> number one, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Number two, Avengers Infinity War. Number three, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Number four, 
Deadpool 2, Funniest Movie of the Year, and number five, Cloverfield Paradox. All right. Cool. Nice. Man. 2018 was good, man. We, we, uh, very good. I, I've got 10 or 12 still on my list. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it I was know. a good year. Well, I ran We're going to regroup and figure out how to keep it under two hours with Wes. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't happening, motherfucker. <laughs> this will probably be close. It'll be like two hours, five minutes, something like that. So, yeah. not too bad. Yeah, James, yeah. James has not to bad. cut out a lot of coughing. So. Yeah, there is a lot of coughing. <laughs> oh, so much coughing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> before we go, I do want to tell you guys, I want to say thank you to you guys. Uh, your year end thing was very nice. Uh, I love coming on this show. I go on and do a lot of promotion shit on podcasts and I'm always, I'll just be honest, I'm half assed with a lot of it, but I genuinely like coming on the draft pod. I feel like a, a part of this crew and, awesome, uh, man. it's, it's one of my favorite things to get to do is come hey, on and do this shit. We got to get um, you on while we still have you here, you know? Dude, because <laughs> yeah. Drew's going to get so many points this year. If you I know, die, you're going to feel terrible. Oh, I know. <laughs> but when I get that, but when I get that like mulligan, it fall. <laughs> he'll be yeah. at my funeral going, and that, I did it. Uh, Wes, he'll be like, uh, yeah, if you die, what draft do you want him to redo? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so Wes, I, I should tell you guys, too, Powerbomb, uh, obviously – screening you guys have been promoting that thank you uh look for it to be on all uh all your streaming capable capable devices soon public access 3000 will make its debut yes. here in the next four or five months oh so, man nice yeah, i'm wait. excited I, I don't know uh, i i'm, I'm still waiting run, for my 3x shirt there's <laughs> grumblings of uh i will pass that along <laughs> there's grumblings of a uh a uh, festival that it will be uh, possibly premiering at. So oh, very nice. cool. hell yeah! Uh, and then Death Fox Center 2019 coming at you. <laughs> we we shot we shot a uh, segment for the Death December anthology that will come out in December. Uh, we are blessed to be among uh, some horror elite like Lucky McKee, who directed May. Mm, uh, oh wow! He also did one of the Masters of Horror episodes. Uh, Ruggiero Deodato, who directed the infamous Cannibal Holocaust. Oh wow! Uh, Trent Haga, uh, writer of movies like Dead Girl and Cheap Thrills. Uh, Michael Verardi, who is, who is, uh, who's written a bunch of like Lifetime, like Hallmark <laughs> Channel movies, and he's fucking awesome. So. Not mad at yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're pretty honored to be a part of it. Uh, so keep an eye out for that around Christmas time. Wes, one of the things that I, uh, that I talked about liking you so much and having you on the podcast is that you introduced me to things that I haven't seen yet and good yeah or even heard of in in this case uh, I've heard of the movies that you picked but four of your five picks I need to watch <laughs> good so oh, good. Well, good. <laughs> yeah good that's pretty awesome I'm glad to hear that and yeah, for the first I, time I I've you. seen more movies that you picked than I haven't seen <laughs> and I will tell that's you that's the first Andy picked two Blind Spotting and Mid 90s. Those are highly recommended movies. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's get out of here so I can go check on this dog that's apparently being murdered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta call and order pizza. So. <laughs> All, right. All right. See you guys later. <laughs> Stay cool, All right, everybody. Guys. All right. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>